Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Once upon a time, a group of curious storytellers breathed life into epic tales set in the wide fantasy world of Exandria. This is Liam O'Brien, here to welcome you to Critical Role. We'll dive into the story in just a moment, but first, a few notes. This is the audio-only version of our broadcast that streams Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific over on twitch.tv slash critical role and youtube.com slash critical role. If you subscribe to our Twitch channel, you can watch the video on demand immediately after the broadcast. And it's also available Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific on YouTube. And of course, for all you wonderful podcast listeners, freshly minted episodes release right here on the Critical Role Podcast Network one week after our broadcast on Thursdays. With all that said, let's get into the story. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Critical Role, where a bunch of us nerdy-ass voice actors sit around and play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> we have uh, our fantastic uh, Laura Bailey and Travis Willingham via Skype in from San Diego Comic Con at the moment. Glad you guys could rush to your hotel room in time to make this happen. Yes. Hi, friends. <laughs> um, so. Let's go ahead and get through our announcements real fast so we can jump into tonight's game. I'm hoping for real fast, Sam. As fast as we can. All right, so uh, first we do have our fantastic sponsor returning from the beginning of the campaign until now, our friends at D&D Beyond. Sam. Guys, our sponsor is D&D Beyond, and this week they wanted you to know that our D&D Beyond presidential campaign is coming to an end next week. We are opening the polls for you to vote next Thursday. Uh, so starting next Thursday, July 25th, you can cast your vote for either me or Liam through the D&D Beyond website. There's information somewhere on your screen now. Polls will stay open until our Indianapolis live show during intermission on Friday, August 2nd. When you vote, and you can vote. You'll be gifted some cool digital surprises from D&D Beyond. Ooh. Keep an eye on the Critical Role and D&D Beyond socials next Thursday for that voting link. And to celebrate the end of the campaign, we've got a special treat. As you know, a few weeks ago, I challenged Liam O'Brien to vigorously master debate while you all watched. <laughs> and tonight, it is on. So lube yourself up, dim the lights, and grab some tissue paper, because it's time to watch me and Liam master debate. Don't dim the lights.
to the first ever D&D Beyond Master Debate. Candidates Regal and O'Brien will simultaneously master debate until they are raw and chafed, climaxing this spunky presidential race. <clears throat> Can't believe I agreed to do this before reading the script. As a palate cleanser, let me introduce our moderator, the brilliant, the adorable, the impartial, Ronan Willingham. Questions, each candidate will have 20 seconds to respond. And no, just because I am Sam's campaign manager, I will definitely not be showing him any favoritism. <laughs> First question, Ronan? <laughs> Liam, you're first. Uh, thank you, Ronan, and a heartfelt thanks to all my supporters as well. Now, naturally, my first act as president will be to oversee the ongoing balance of the app, ensuring the game can be played with maximum efficiency, precision, and, I guess, fun, if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, I also plan to... Oh, that's time's your time. up. Sorry. I Ah, my response, blah, 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 listen to this guy. Listen, my fellow Samaricans, while my opponent is a stick-in-the-mud, fuddy-duddy rule abider, I've embraced the heart of D&D. &D. So as your president, I'm gonna make the D&D &D Beyond app cool AF. High key, I'll add some sick skateboards, electric guitars, hoverboards, it's gonna be woke. Hundo P, extra. Is my time done? Nope, 18 more seconds. Great, slay! I just wanna say I love all you critters out there, and when I win, you can expect more of my radical ads, and I don't know, some free candy or something. How am I doing on time? 17 seconds left. Great, wait, talking longer than 20 seconds! You are not Caleb Liam, you don't always know what time it is. Slander. Ronan, next question. <laughs> Thank you, Ronan, for that excellent question. How would, I, how would I lead the employees of D&D Beyond? Well, real leaders have to set the tone for their employees and subordinates. So I'll cruise into work at 10.30, 11 most days, and I'll give my employees cool nicknames like Slick Rick in Accounting and HR Puffin Stuff in HR. And I'll call the mailroom guys Chief, because that's cool. Uh, I will be firm, but fair. I promise to keep this body focused on the time-honored traditions of this great game and inspire my employees to strive for honor and excellence in their work. The tenets of Gygax will be hoisted to dizzying new heights. Uh, can I do a quick rebuttal? Yawn. Rebuttal to your rebuttal. I will destroy you, Regal. Destroy you. Bring it on, oh boring. You know what? Why don't you just go write 50 more comedy bits about your own anus, you Elon Musk clone? Gentlemen, gentlemen, there are babies in this skit. Please be respectful. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, babies. It's our fault. Ronan, your final question, please.
Good question. He, well, I mean, he has charm, obviously, but this campaign has changed him. He has become something I do not recognize, driven by ambition, fueled by ego, but like more than before. I just, I, I, I wish that no matter who wins, we can someday return to being the true friends that we once were. Deep down, you are still my number one, Sam Regal. Wow. Liam, I am stunned. I had no idea that you were gonna just waste your last answer like that. A nice thing about O'Brainiac? No, I got nothing nice to say about this turd burglar. Vax couldn't make it through Vox Machina campaign, and Liam isn't gonna survive this one. Regal for president, 2019, prosecution rests, booyah! That's it. Fire. Well, that is all the time we have. Thanks for joining us for this public master debating. Please forget this ever happened. Please. And that's the debate, guys. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Well done. <laughs> yeah. uh, great. D and D Beyond. <laughs> A fantastic tool for those of you who play Dungeons and Dragons. Thank you for sponsoring us. And thanks. Matt's reactions to all of these are better than, way better than the bits. And thank, and thank you for giving us Ronan on loan temporarily, Lauren Trellis. That was great. Thanks for trotting them out. Change the oil. Alrighty. So. Finish up the rest of these announcements real fast. Uh, as a reminder, uh, we are headed down to San Diego Comic Con to join these fuckers here uh, for our Saturday panel. Uh, it's going to be at 4 p.m. this Saturday, Pacific, at, uh, at San, Diego, San Diego Comic Con in room 6 BCF. So uh, if you're going to be down there, please come see us. Stay for the panel, crazy questions, and general D&D chaos. So looking forward to seeing you guys there. It will be available on YouTube, however, next Thursday morning. So if you aren't there for it, it'll still be available for you to watch a little bit down the road. Uh, and also, as a note, our Mighty Nine and Vox Machina miniatures box sets are made by our friends at Steamforged that you saw we kickstarted last week with the help of you guys. Uh, a lot of those have gone out to everyone who helped support the campaign. For those who weren't around for it or didn't have the opportunity then, they will be available for pre order, or are available now for pre order, actually, in both the US and the UK shops. Uh, they end on August 6th. Uh, and we'll ship out at the end of the month. So uh, go ahead and check it out. Um, and as a reminder, our mini sets will be available in our favorite local game shops too, so please be sure to support your local game shops and local businesses whenever you can. Um, yeah, look in our shop at shop.critroll.com, I think it is? .co.uk, well, all the wonderful stuff. Go to the shop part of the website and you'll figure it out. And I believe... That's the last of our announcements. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump in to tonight's episode of Critical Role. Side. 
guide you, your nerdy best friends, and the DM to guide you, and they rise from the flames for the battles ahead. Villains, beware, cause you're about to be dead. They got magic and flair, they got falchions and cunning, they don't see over there, there's a monster incoming, inspiration is waiting, rise up, don't think twice, put your fate in your hands, take a chance, roll the dice. And welcome back. God damn it. <laughs> that was a good one. That was well done. Yeah. Really good. So, last we left off, the Mighty Nine, after traversing the King's Cage, losing their friend Yasha to the will of Oban, and narrowly escaping the danger of the Laughing Hand, you gathered yourselves, returned to Rosona, informed the Bright Queen of what had transpired, and began to assess the best course of action going forward. You heard that the series of attacks that you seemed to have picked up via scrying had seemingly gone on and been thwarted thanks to the information that you provided, and the number of the assassination attempts uh, by scourgers were also thwarted, one of which was captured. You went ahead and attempted to make contact with them in the dungeon uh, and discovered it was not somebody you recognized. You returned to your house, figured out a, a bit of a plan on where the next point of direction is to be. Uh, had a bit of a lore dump of Caduceus's background and uh, personal goals. And as you were taking a bit of time to relax and center yourselves at the Jor house, uh, the arrival of one Dairon currently uh, obfuscated in drow form, arrived, saw Jester upon the balcony, and then was notified of Beauregard being below. After which, she hopped down, approached Beauregard on the stoop of the Shore House, and requested her attention to meet on the inside. And that is where we left off. So, Beauregard. As the door opens and Dairon pushes into the building, what do you do? Just be quiet. I don't want to alert the whole house. Right. Okay, let's um, let's let's go upstairs. Yeah, go just, upstairs. Uh, shh, Jester, let's go to the roof. Or wait, is Caduceus on the roof? Fuck. Let's stay down here. Let's we'll just stay here. Let's just stay here. Go do. Hey, what? You go go to the hot tub. Is this conversation appropriate to have in a hot tub? <laughs> Would that be weird? It's a really private room and stuff. We can speak around it, but I would prefer not to get in. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to get in. Is it weird if I get in and you don't? <laughs> uh, never mind. Let us not meet at the hot tub. <laughs> okay, all right, let us not meet at the hot tub. Just a small private room, please. Okay, okay. 
Jester, let's let's go to our bedroom or your bedroom. Just go, let's just go upstairs. Okay, so you you guys, all three of you, head up into Fuck the war room. <laughs> <laughs> let's not use it for its actual purpose. <laughs> In one of the few opportunities it could possibly be functionally done. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So you lead Dairon up into uh, your guys' dual chamber, close the door behind. Dairon, you can now see as you're kind of walking alongside and leading her in, she is kind of uh, nursing one arm a little bit. What happened? You can see the bandage. Are you fucked up? I'm fine. It, it is a dangerous way to come across to Rosanna, but I'll be all right. Do you want a cure wounds on you? Because I can cast spells, I'm a cleric. She kind of just holds the hand out in your direction. Cure wounds. <laughs> to the power I of I will camera. do at second level. Second level, go ahead and roll. Yeah, yeah I will, hold on. I gotta figure out how to do this. Okay, wait, wait, we have an app. Rolling. I'm rolling two D8 okay. plus five. You're not using dice? 11. 11, all right. You can I have a d20. <laughs> but I don't have other dice. That's all you need. The hotel might have some. <clears throat> yeah, just go and check with the concierge. Um, so as, as uh, the kind of somewhat bandaged and crimson uh, bandages that are kind of hidden beneath uh, the arm seem to uh, slightly fall off the arm, go loose, and Dairon pulls them and throws them to the ground, kind of just leaving him limp there. You can see the scratches where wounds may have been seem to have sealed off. She doesn't say thank you, but gives you a nod of acknowledgement. So, I can only say I have many questions. Uh, what are you doing here? How do you have a house? How are you staying outside in as a human in Rosona, what have you been up to? Why is there a tree on the roof? <laughs> yeah. No, you're right, it's super weird when you lay it all out like that. That just uh, beginning, but we'll start with that. Okay, well, hang on. First off, don't get upset with me. I am doing exactly what you told me to do, which is travel the world, seek corruption, Find the I'm dark not upset, evils. I'm just confused. I know for me the two look very similar. <laughs> yeah. Man, people wonder where I get it from. Uh, now I know. Yeah. What are you doing here? I what asked you? you questions first. I know, and I am asking you questions back. Very well. I am doing the exact same thing I told you I was coming here to do, which was to infiltrate and look for information about some sort of connection between the Assembly and possibly members of the dynasty. Yeah, I think those are actually happening. We've kind of figured some of that shit out. I would love to converse with you and share shit, but don't. Are you going to get mad at me? Are you going to get mad at me? Depends on how you came about this information, but please go on. Do you want me to leave? No, it's fine. Just stay here in case, you know, I forget anything. Okay, I sit down on the bed and start eating my snacks that I hid <laughs> under the bed. Okay. <laughs> All right, 
So it all started because we found this thing that we kind of just started referring to as the dodecahedron, and you would look into it and you could kind of see space-time and a lot of, like, you know, uh, fragments of possibilities, which turns out is what it was called. And um, that kind of led us getting involved with some Kreen soldiers, and then we thought, hey, what if we go to Jorhas? And now we're here. I mean, that's kind of what happened, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And you just decided to buy some real estate while you were around, and? We didn't buy it, they just gave it to us. Who gave it to you? The Bright Queen. The people. And why would the Bright Queen of the Kreen Dynasty provide you, a bunch of empire folk, a house so close to the Bastion? Hmm? Well, we returned their fragment of possibility to them, which was stolen from members, with members of the Cerberus Assembly. And they have the other ones, which is why this war is happening. On top of, I think, other things like people in cahoots across both of the empires. I'm going to be honest. This war was going to happen eventually with the proximity and the expansion. An interest politically of both sides, the beacons, which I think is what you are talking about. Yeah, those things. I have heard whispers of them internally back in the Empire. I think that was just the catalyst. And uh, I don't believe they were entirely stolen, either. Even the Assembly would be hard-pressed to reach and escape with such artifacts. You think someone handed them over or staged To set up a war? To set up a war, yeah. It's possible. Or to make a bunch of money. Or to gain favors in kind. I'm here because I'm trying to figure out uh, not just an assembly's connection from them to here, but perhaps there was a mid, a midway person, somebody who, somebody on this end who had equal interests. It seems you weren't wrong. We've heard similar rumors about the dynasty looking for a fight. They've been very unhappy with us for quite some time, as you can imagine, us being the Empire. And I think it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Hmm. When conversing with the Bright Queen, she didn't seem to have any notion of wanting to relinquish any attacks. Not all we still have access or are controlling any more of their beacons, definitely. Look, there are there are many things at play here, and uh, from what I've been able to figure out, there have been many rising tensions for decades between the two sides. If such these items, these artifacts could be returned, that would be helpful in hopefully trying to prevent any more bloodshed, but it is escalating at a pace that I'm only hearing bits and pieces from back in the Empire. On top of that, I think there's 
another war happening on top of all of this beyond other realms and other planar dimensions. I think there's a fight brewing between angels and demons, and it might happen here in the material plane. I don't know, that's another kind of little. I think that's valid. That's another really huge thing that's also been kind of going on, and at first I thought that maybe it was a distraction or a device or a plant from the Empire or Jorhas, but I don't know. It might be bigger than that. It might be bigger than all of us, and I don't know if anyone cares because everyone is so wrapped up in this fucking war. And which side do you belong to? I don't belong to any side. I told you that when you first asked me if I even wanted to be an expositor. And understand that this path is a very difficult one. Yeah. It'll come with hard decisions with hard consequences. You prepared for that still, with what you've seen. What side are you on? Do you have one? Is the soul exclusive to the Empire? I am on the side of civilization. Not that. I I agree. (laughs) Keep going, keep going. You guys are doing really good. (laughs) She raises they. She and they raise a, uh, a stern eyebrow in your direction, and with a slight kind of skip step forward, snatches one of the snack out from under your hands. Uh-huh. Oh! Choose out. I put a the bowl. I put the bowl in front. She puts her hand up and denies you it. You could have asked. <laughs> I don't mind. It's okay. I like to share. It's okay. Have you known me to be the type to ask nicely? No, but it's something that I'm working on, so I thought maybe we could work on it together. I think that should be your skill set, then. Does not belong in mine. Well, while I despise some of those in power, I grew up in the Empire, and I do all of this to maintain the order for those who cannot protect themselves. I know not much on this side of the conflict, but from what I've seen, there are elements of good and bad as well. Even my own prejudices have come to question. But there's one thing I've learned in my time. Political power is rarely wielded by those who can withstand the siren's call of abusing it, especially when zealotry is involved. I, I don't know if she can be reasoned with, the Bright Queen. Then there is a war. There's gotta be, there's gotta be a way to dismantle it from the inside. That's what, that's what we do, right? 
the next step would be to try and recover what other beacons might be currently held by the Empire. That would be the first step to trying to make this right, but as long as we hold something that is so important culturally to them, they have no reason to stand down. And at the moment, they have the upper hand. I'm willing to compare notes if you are, but I want to make a deal. I think what we're doing, the Mighty Nine, I think we have this rare fraction of a chance <clears throat> that we might be able to do something from the inside. But the Cobalt Soul has to stay out of my way. They don't know. The dynasty has had no whiff of me being a part of any type of empire establishment. You cannot jeopardize that. Make a persuasion check. Persuasion. Mm -hmm. Persuasion. Mm -hmm. So good. Mm -hmm. Eight. Eight. I'll tell you this. You continue to do what you wish to do, I'll continue doing mine. We have our independent means of achieving what we hope is a similar goal. Exactly, are you doing right now? Looking to expunge whatever corruption reaches between both sides of this conflict. Have you heard of a man named Oban? I do not believe I have. Okay. But you, seemingly fraternizing with the leader of the enemy, have some pool within the dynasty? I don't know if I have pool, but I would say I have passage. I pull out the uh, symbol. How long do you intend to stay in Rosona? Not long. We're heading north. Then let me ask you this. Lend me one of your sigils and introduce me to one of your contacts as a trustworthy representative. That would help um, me get closer to achieving my goals. And we do not have to cross our directives. The only thing is, is we only have the one sigil, just this one. Then let me borrow it until you return. We need it to pass through the dynasty. I am not looked at very kindly here. Well, if you intend to leave, I will walk you to your point of exit, to where you no longer require it. It has been useful across the entire Very empire. well. If it is an issue, then at least introduce me and give me some sort of, some sort of connection that I can utilize. I'm impressed by what you've managed to do in this time. 
and probably with the help of your uh, compatriots with the varied skill sets, I have a handful of very powerful and honed capabilities, but they are still limited. We handed over a prized religious artifact of the dynasty in order to achieve this type of favor and any type of contacts. And also so we wouldn't die. Uh, yeah, actually that was like reason number one. My point is, I don't foresee any appropriate way of introducing you to our contacts unless you have some use to them or some means of gaining their trust. So what do you have to offer? Other than that, it's just gonna be, hey, contact, meet my friend, she's in town for the fall, you know, exchange student. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, you know, we've worked really hard to integrate ourselves and stuff, but the thing I'm a little worried about is that they don't actually trust us fully, so if anything happened, you have the ability to change your appearance. It's not what I have. Uh, I would hope you would understand that even such magics have limitations, especially in places of extreme importance. This paltry trick can get me through the exterior of various city outer limits, but interacting towards the center or more important areas, it would not surprise me if such illusions or Transmutive properties would be dispelled or discarded, and that would put me very quickly in a place of no longer breathing. So. I don't want that. Neither do I. I've come this far. Then what? Both of us have come this far. Then what is the plan? You tell me. I'm asking you as the one who has been here far longer, knows more of the inner workings of these people. I want to know your insights, Morrigan, as an expositor. What do you think would be the most useful way to leave me behind to do my business while you go off and search for yours? We might need a ward. Nod's husband is here. We could, we do have the means to get him to safety. The plan was to potentially get him to Nicodronus. That's where my mom lived. I would have to discuss it with the others, especially not. But that could be a potential cause for your company. At the very least, a keeper of the abode. So I'm not slinking in the shadows the entire time I'm here. Sure, we can say we hired you. That's something. This is not making me feel good towards our deal of not being exposed, then, being involved with the reserve. Then it is your choice to say no. You do not have to agree. Fuck. Um, could you give me a minute? 
Me and Jess, hmm. just a minute. Will you go get a beer or something? Go take a dip in the hot tub, it's really relaxing. Uh, Dyron leaves the room and just closes the door behind them out in the hallway. And don't listen in doing your spy shit. I know you taught me. No response. She's totally listening. She's totally listening. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you think, Jess? I think it puts us at risk, honestly. But if she's important to you, then maybe that's worth it. She could help. She could be a bigger risk just being in the city at odds potentially with our plans or working against with what we might be sowing in the dynasty. I, uh... But I thought she said she doesn't work for the Empire, right? She, she works for civilization, humanity, all of it, all of the world. I mean, like she said, though, it still doesn't mean she's not immune to her own biases. Yeah. <sighs> I trust you, Bo. Whatever you think. Fuck. Fuck, all right. I'm gonna go talk to her. I'll be right back. I go in the hall. Okay, he's just about into the hallway, about ten or so feet down. Dyron is just leaning against, kind of shoulders pressed against the wall. Slowly turns her head towards you. Let's go downstairs. Gives a head nudge and then follows behind. As you're walking down, uh, Dyron just says under her voice. <clears throat> Look, my coming here, I already understood to be a suicide mission. I've already made my peace with that. If you truly believe that I am going to put the rest of you in danger, then I would not wish to make this as dangerous for the rest of you as I agreed to make it for myself. At the very least, just give me a name. It'll be a harder-fought path for me, but I don't wish to undo anything you've already set up. It doesn't have to be a suicide mission, and it shouldn't have to be. The expositors should be able to work together as a network. Working individually, we're gonna get nowhere and run in circles. I know you're my mentor, and I still have a lot to learn. But if we're gonna do this, you have to listen to me and trust me. And you tell me, Baragat. We'll talk in the morning about you maybe being our ward with the others. A name will come later. Until then, let's compare notes. 
and I take the next however long it takes to go through and tell her everything about the portals and splitting into the abyss and Oban and the Laughing Hand and the connection and all of that. Okay, great. And the war machines. All right. Uh, information you get from Dairon uh, involves the fact that, you know, she was doing her own research on the beacons, trying to find the points of where what caused this conflict to begin. Mm-hmm. Um, Assembly's direct involvement and ha- the expositors have intercepted some communications between the Crown and the Assembly regarding research into these beacons and whatever properties they contain, though the information has been very vague, um, as well as information regarding continuously moving them from place to place, so they're, they're, they're not kept in a solitary location. Um, as well as the frustration of one of them being recovered, or being uh, absconded with. Which gives you a little point of pride when you get to that point. Uh, Dairon also notifies you, uh, as she's been in contact with the archive, the library back in Zadash. That very recently, uh, attempts to retake the Ashguard garrison have failed at a loss of many lives, and Korean assassins have managed to uh, take out military-linked nobles in both Blade Garden and Zadash during that conflict. Uh, also, Hupperduke apparently is mobilizing a next wave of experimental weaponry, and from what Dairon has been able to ascertain from her contacts, uh, they seem to be developing small mobile war skyships. Yeah. I leave out all the stuff about being the one telling them um, about the attack. That's not what I tell her. Okay. <laughs> um, but that does ring to you. Um, yeah. Do they? You don't know to the extent, but the. Do I gather that the Empire Dynasty contact that she has been potentially looking for is us? Um, is it? She, no. She doesn't seem to uh, to make that connection. But do I make that connection with? No. The, the, the way the way that that Dairon speaks about it, it's more about somebody who's been a liaison between since before the conflict since began. Before. And she knows that you guys have been Empire side up until recently. And okay. to, be perfect, to be perfectly honest, from her standpoint, you gather that she also doesn't think you guys would be capable of <laughs> such a thing. Good. Um, yeah, Dairon seems to be specifically looking. There, there is either somebody from the Empire or from this, possibly most likely the Assembly, but somebody from the Empire that is coming and working with the Dynasty. Um, like somebody here who is allowing them to take the beacons, or the beacons were then taken out of Rosona and then delivered to the uh, the Empire. That's her theory. her theory. And if that's that's primarily what she came here to try and find was to mm-hmm. suss out any connections there. You know what individuals might have 
some communication back and forth. And a motive, specifically. I, I'm not in on this, but implying that there's a major turncoat on each side. Possibly. Possibly. Or one that bobs or at least, back and forth. Or, or at least one turncoat very heavily in the dynasty that was able to, to smuggle these mm-hmm. beacons out. I mean, they would have to be so high-ranked. Mm-hmm. We're very, very good. We're very, very good. Do I have anything in my notes in comparison of like the people that we've come across that would like fit any of that? That is a broad question. Not really. You've only really met like political figures. You haven't met anybody from a like a a, a main espionage, you know, saboteur yeah, skill set that you know of. And at the same time, most everyone you've interacted with has had pretty much the same. This position against the dynasty, or yeah, sorry, against the empire. empire. So, huh? Nothing, nothing jumps out at you now. Huh? Okay. But anyway, you finish comparing notes for a bit. Um, Dairon, after finishing this conversation, goes, "All right, well, I will go find a place to stay for the evening and return tomorrow. Once you've finished your conversation." Distracting your wife. You did. Sorry. <laughs> Was is the blonde the blonde spy guy? The blonde guy that we saw in the scry? Correct. Blonde spy the bronze scry LeBron, spy guy? LeBron Sky. LeBron Sky guy. Spry guy. Yeah. Can't even say it. What about him? I mention him in the in the smuggling of the of the stuff and Oban and ask if she's seen any of Knows of that description. Sure, the blonde fry guy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know this individual from right, how you describe it, but you can see Dyer begins to pull out a little book and starts writing notes in as well. And this, tell me everything you know about this individual. He's That's blonde. <laughs> he has a Zimnian accent. His last name is Fry Guy. R E I G U R. He wears a. Doesn't he wear. No. He was in the room with King Dwindle. So. But he might have been hidden. But he might have been like a demon in disguise. That is extremely worrying, but very important to note that this individual yeah. might have access. To such powerful figures. Honestly, it's been super hard trying to figure out who's just a traitor and who's a demon. How about this? <clears throat> when all of this, whatever you're heading towards, is finished, hopefully soon, and you come back here, if all goes well, I should still be here, or if not, returned, at least hopefully safely. We could probably use you and all of your friends' help back in the Empire to find out whoever this individual is. If this is an individual of some repute, nobility, uh, political involvement, it shouldn't be too hard to find, whether through illusory uh, recreations of their description, to find out who this individual is, and that is a strong thread of any. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, we'll check our schedule. <laughs> um, See if you can squeeze me in, I understand. That's not what I mean, it's a little, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll process that information. All right, just, 
when you return and you have the time to do so, have the blue one, <clears throat> let me know, and we'll reconvene on the other side. Okay, you know, her, her name's Jester. You were in a room with her for like 45 minutes. I will introduce you to the rest of the team in the morning. Crash here tonight, and we'll talk uh, about you being the new ward of the Jor House, okay? And learn everyone's names, because Ford will appreciate that. Jester, Ford, not Caleb, Yosha, Molly Mock, and I believe that's it. Caduceus. I believe I've met this Caduceus. Also, apparently, you're just an asshole. I'm not arguing. I'm going to go use the hot tub. <laughs> and Darren leaves. <laughs> All right. Best purchase we've ever made. That <laughs> paid for itself already. Walking away, it's a useful tool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I go to bed. All right. I guess. Fuck. How'd it go? How'd it go? Did what happened? Um. It went. It went good. Apparently, a, a bunch of um, Empire soldiers died. I know. I was listening at the door. I heard. Yeah. Also, Hopper Duke is now mobilizing, and yeah, skyships. I wonder if with them. Probably not. Oh, God. Uh, I think this war is about to get real bad. Yeah. Anyway, I, I don't know. Um, I'm curious to hear what the others say in the morning. Um, do you think that she's going to sleep in Yasha's room? Well, uh, guess we'll see if she likes sunflowers. Yeah. She can always can take my bed if she wants while I'm not here. Oh, 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 right. Yeah, when I'm not here, you know. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, okay, my head hurts. I'm gonna go lay down. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So, uh, any other business before the evening's closed? You guys go to the next morning. You come to consciousness in the Jor House in Rosona. The new day, though still night out, uh, greets you. Um, as you all begin to rouse from your slumber and regather for what the next. The next endeavor, the next path that lies before you, and discuss this, um, as you all have your, your breakfast, largely to, prepared by Caduceus, probably. Ooh. I try to get down early-ish, um, definitely before Dairon, so I can start introducing people to the um, idea that she stayed the night and is, might be staying here. All right. So, as everyone else is gathered around for food, Dairon has not come down yet. Hold on, I'm just kind of curious. How high would I have to roll to notice that like there's possibly somebody in the house? 
Roll a perception check. Thank you. Roll a doorbell check. 20? 20? I'm okay if no. Uh, I would say no, okay. not because Fine. of because of Dyron's skill set. Done. <laughs> She's too good at what she does, so you uh, anyway. you do not pick up any signs of Dyron's arrival. <clears throat> Caduceus, what are you what are you making this morning? Oh, I was gonna make so like a scramble. It's gonna be good. Okay. Yeah. What's in the? Uh, do we have bacon? We don't have bacon because I don't actually uh, usually buy. Do we have coffee? We do have coffee. Okay. Okay. I have some bacon on pocket if you wanted. You still have some of that? I'll I just always it. keep a little in there just in case. You want me to cook the pocket bacon? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cooked. Heat up the pocket. Just cooked. heat it up, heat though. It up. I'll yeah. heat it up. That's fine. We're just going to use a separate pan. because You, you might want to make up just, you know, oh, sure. a little extra. Well, like one, like one, like one serving extra. You're feeling packish, so you're feeling like um, you really want to like. I mean, this is not very carby, but I can like. Yeah, yeah. No, we we have a guest. We have uh, we have um not a guest. We have a person. Did you bone here. someone last night? No. Did you I kidnap wish. somebody and put them in the in the? Did we have a no. we have a cell? Don't we? We have a cell, right? I don't think we do. I don't think we do. We have a war room. That's all we have. Don't we oh, never use fuck, that? I for forgot anything. about that war room. Who is this guest? Good question. Yeah, you all remember Dyron? Nope. Remember Dyron? Sure, of course. I remember her, then. Dyron is here. Who? My mentor. My uh, mentor, Dyron. No idea. Uh, you might have briefly run into um, After the little fight at the I don't think it's just in that cellar. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yes. Wait. Wait. Right? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't right. know if you participated in that fight. I don't know. How did she find us here? She's a spy, and she's good at finding people. Is there anything more to this story? She's, um, she's here, and our, it seems, our goals and motivations have aligned. Oh, good. That's she's good. just a good spy. Like we've been out in the desert for the past few fucking days. How'd uh, she track us here? Okay. Uh, we called her. Oh. Who called her? Did? Oh, you know me. What? And Bo. Oh, what? That's fine. I mean, she's your friend, right? Pretty good yeah. spy. Yeah. Isn't this the one you were like, oh, Dyron, she's going to kick my ass. They're going to kick my ass if they find me. I mean, this is the same Dyron, and you I remember. Yes. Oh. yes, that is the same Dyron. It appears um, uh, she's not going to kick my ass. Great. Um, Already an improvement. Here, doing the same type of stealth and, and uh, espionage intrigue. She's actually here at the house, and she's probably under the table or something. I'm gonna look under the table. Perception check. Awesome. I look at like cabinets. 18. Maybe she disguised herself as a cabinet. Okay. Uh, make a perception check, 16. Jester. Uh, you do not see Dyron beneath the table. Natural twenty. <laughs> you go to the cabinet and kind of like inspect it. It's definitely a cabinet, but out of the corner of your eye. I trust you. Uh, you do see up at the top of the stairs leading down from the upper floor, 
you do see Dairon kind of crouched and just kind of listening into the conversation. Wow. Got all the way up there from here. They're really wow. good. That's good. What is what? What uh, is she doing here? What is she after? Spy things? What? <laughs> Laura can't figure out how to refocus it since she focused the camera oh, to her no, dice. What do I do? <laughs> Sit in the middle. Sit <laughs> just, in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it. It's, it'll it'll auto focus. Go in and the give middle. It time. Yeah, yeah there, it'll auto focus. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be out of focus okay, for the next three hours. Okay, I didn't spend half an hour setting this shit up. I'm sorry. Oh, there it goes. Oh, there we go. Um. Are we bringing her with us? I don't understand. No, she's <clears throat> here investigating and attempting to find a potential turncoat or a double agent who she thinks might be responsible for potentially triggering this whole war to begin with. That maybe someone here in the dynasty has organized in association with the Cerberus Assembly stealing the fragments of possibility. Yep. The beacons. I'm fucking down with that, 100%. percent great. Right? That's actually was really That's good. exactly what we want. Give yeah, her, yeah. give her whatever she needs to accomplish that. Do, do yep. you need breakfast? Hey, who are you yelling at? Right. Dyron, come on down. Dyron descends from the stairs and joins the chamber. Everybody, it's vegan, and there's bacon, pocket bacon. It's warm. Did I describe that aptly enough? I think that was as uh, close as could be done concisely. Hello, How's everyone. Going? Good to see you all again. Hi there. Hi. Pleasure. Pleasure. I don't want my nice. comrade to die out here without any assistance. Dyron is aware, and I have made things very clear that I want to make sure that we're not compromised in any way by having some sort of outside connection that could be uncovered. But you're good at not being found. It is very specifically what I'm good at. Dyron is requesting that maybe they become the ward of the Jor House. Ward. A yeah, keeper. Keeper. Like a maid? Butler. Like Guardian. The house manager. You know. Manager. Loudly cracks her knuckles. Aaron's <laughs> saying maid. Yeah. Using groceries and like the beds made and stuff. We yeah, can... Jester, you grew up with, with house servants, right? You would know how to command one around the house. You don't, well, you'll be nice. They are people that are at the house that are oh, sure. I mean, we learn their names or whatever, but. Not. <laughs> Your Scanlan is showing. I know. <laughs> My Sam Regal is showing. <laughs> so rich. <laughs> You don't mean to just stay in this home, though. You have business here on Rosanna. I have quite a bit of business, but I need to have a place to stay that is moderately safe, perhaps easier to get closer to the inner circles of this city, and um, hopefully with such an appointment would have a reasonable alibi should anyone inquire my reasoning for being here. Yeah, I got a, I got a question for you. Actually, yeah. I feel like we're being watched enough as it is. Maybe even inside this building, 
you got any of those skills that can keep people from, uh, I don't know, checking in on us without us knowing? Unfortunately, that is not my bailiwick. Your what? Bailiwick. My speciality. I do not have the skill. If um, if somebody were to ask you, you know, like, where did you come from? Why did they hire you? What will you say? I would say that I was uh, originally raised here on the outskirts of Rosasana, and I, um, you know, am a skilled keeper of homes. And we had met, not but a week beforehand, myself needing work and you being too busy to stay, hired me to take care of it in your stead while you were off handling whatever business you were handling, of which I did not ask as a professional keeper of your home. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense if we are sending Yaza to safety that we hired security to just watch over the place in his Water stead. The plants. Mm-hmm. What are the plans? That seems possible yeah. to me. Okay. Everything sure. You are, I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to be presumptuous. May, may I? You may, you may be speak to Dairon, is that what you mean? Yeah. Yes, please, address Dairon. Uh, <laughs> everything you're doing here is in coordination with the Cobalt Soul. Yes. They know everything you are doing. There are occasional check-ins, yes. You are plugged into a network. Well, uh, they have an individual who reaches out to me in very much in the same way that your jester has, uh, about mm-hmm. twice a week, to which we exchange truncated information and updates. I think we probably have an overlap of uh, goals to an extent. If we were to help you here in Rosanna to fit in, and give you shelter here, would you be able to offer the same sort of access back in the Empire for us? You see, Dairon looks over towards Beauregard and looks back to you and goes, if you are forthright in aiding what I am doing, and indeed your goals align with what we are attempting to achieve, and I am attempting to achieve, that is no issue. You wish to root out corruption in the Cerberus Assembly, you said so yourself. Very much so. We wish to do the same. Good. We wish to end a war. Good. As foolish as that seems. Foolish, yes, but uh, I've seen more foolish ideas still come to pass. It's good work. Oh, thank God. Oh, my friends like each other. Oh, fuck. Oh. Make no mistake, though. <laughs> that was entirely your fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should any of this information I have been given prove to be false, should any of you have been providing false information to Beauregard, and any of you attempt to cross what she, I, or any members of the Cobalt Soul are attempting, you will be tried. Okay. All right, that seems. I think we're okay with that. Yeah. yeah. Good deal. Good. You walk an extremely fine and dangerous line by aligning with the Bright Queen and the Kryn Dynasty. This is information I will not be sharing. Be careful who you share this with. I don't think you need to be on guard with us as much as you think. There is corruption on both sides. I've lived as long as I have because I trust no one but myself. 
Have you lived a really long time? I feel like that would be pertinent information, actually. <clears throat> Towards the end of my second century, yes. Fuck. All right. <laughs> My friends like each other. <laughs> the Empire is most of our home. And it is a good home. Could be better. We yes. To see it. As do we. And with this place, with our place here, who better poised to have to make a difference? Good. Then whatever you do, Caleb, don't Fuck it up. Well, I don't know if I can promise that. We've already fucked a lot of things up, but we'll try our best. Calling card. She, she. That's a compliment. That's like. That um, was a joke. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. 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 Okay. I was just trying to. Then it's decided. You'll okay. stay in the house while we go on a little bit of a journey. Let's work on your backstory a little bit more. It was a little shaky. Just professional. Criticism. Very well. Introduce me to at least a handful of individuals in the vicinity so that they don't think I'm some prowler or an individual who has chosen this home. Well, we'll introduce you to Essek and let him know that you are our new housekeeper. And maybe our, our neighbors, Lord Bylan. Bylan? Yeah, they kind of like us. They hate us. <laughs> but at least they don't they'll... like the tree. I don't know why. They're yes, a little irritated. I can't imagine why they would be. The vegetables, I'm just saying. They're Are you good it? with people like Beauregard is? You know, like a real charmer, affable people person? Hmm. No. <laughs> yeah, you'll fit in just fine. That actually makes it more believable it that, does. that they work for us. That's very fair. All right. Hey, Dairon. Yes. Have you ever heard of the Angel of Irons? I cannot say that I have. Is it important? Okay, just no, it's just a name we heard. I can yeah. send back word and put our researchers on it if you'd like. For that uh, cobalt soul. Yeah. If there's one thing we are good at, it's acquiring information. It sure. might be good to have. Let's do that. Anything could help. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to be sending out like a wire or anything, if you also wanted to do a little research on the name Ukatoa, I mean, some of us would want to, you know. All right. Ukatoa. I doubt anything could be great. Also, the Angel of Irons. I will inquire. Might as well throw in the Crawling King. Yeah, not bad. I know about the Crawling King. Well. What was the other one? I mean, we do too. I was just. What's the Crawling King? The Laughing Hand. The, the main hand. characters in the lore and religion of the realm in which we live. Oh, yeah. The Laughing Hand I will also look into. This is great. Yeah, I kind of had access to this, but we've just been so connected and I didn't want to be found out because I thought that they'd be pissed. So oh. I'm still very angry with the fact that you've gone ahead and taken such bold moves with the very center of the political uh, enemy of the Empire, but. We also do not succeed by simmering in frustration and instead try and, as, um, what is the adage? Make lemonade out of sour fruit? This is precisely the sort of positive attitude I've been saying everybody should be having. Like, this is what I've been waiting for. This is great. 
Yeah, honestly, Beauregard, this is how everyone treats you and talks to you. So this is not this is not news to us. It is a yes. It is a mirror. <laughs> I appreciate your trust in me. Be careful. Yeah, same to you. Are we going to be sticking around here a few days, or are we going to find this fucking kiln? We're going to Nicodranus, I thought. Yeah, I was oh, about, shit, to, that's right. about to ask, are we pushing back our departure time so that we can plant the seeds of our new security guard here at the house? It'll probably just take an hour or so to mention it to Essek and, 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 and our neighbors. They were going to, I think, go. give us a little bit of help on the way out. We also oh. all don't necessarily have to go to Nicodronus. That's true. What? Why? Huh? You see in the back of the room, <laughs> you see uh, a kind of, oh, okay. What? No, I mean, you're going. We're, we're going. R- right. Yeah. What? What? I just heard we weren't going to Nicodronus. No, 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 no. She's, she said not not all of us have to go to Nicodronus. Okay. We're going to go. We're going to okay. go. We're going to go. Does Yesa not want to go to Nicodronus? Insight check? Make an insight check. Hey! No, Yesa very much wants to go. <laughs> okay, okay. Yesa seemed briefly heartbroken at the possibility of not going. Oh. Knowing that perhaps Luke. It is, is to be fair, yeah. it is the Orlando of Xandria. Orlando! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Bless you all. But it, and Talon's closet is the Boca Raton. Um, <laughs> all right, so yeah, if you guys would Pass like to. Pass some of my food under the table to Nugget. <laughs> um, should we just send a message to. Essek or something, and then skedaddle? I would love to grab a few supplies so supplies. we could have uh, like a map of where we're going, if we can get some maps and maybe we're some. We're going to Nicodronus. Well, well, you're going to Nicodronus. Oh, okay, okay. Like, a couple guess. of us could stick up here and just get a few things for our, for our trip. All right. Well, then. Is that weird? Me and, me and Caleb, and I guess Jester can go to, to Nicodronus, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Yes. Do you want to go to Nicodronus or you want to stay? Do I want to? It's near the water. If you only if you want to. What's everybody doing back here while we're gone, if I go? But first of all, I don't think we should just send a message to Essek if we're introducing him to a human from the uh, elf, excuse me, elf from is she going to appear? Are they going to appear as themselves, or? No. No. I will maintain the alteration. The alteration of what? I mean, what are you going Coming a, dr- a drow, right? You, you, can, to you can see like a face drow. to face rather than leave well, a cell phone. Well, so message. Dyron looks like. Could does Dyron look like a drow nine. now, or? Yeah. Uh, Dyron has not dropped the drow form that you met Dyron in back in uh, Sarius. If you look like a drow, you're going to need to say that you're with a particular. Uh, Click, clan, pal, smack, what are they called? Den? Den. Right, as far as my research goes, uh, not everyone belongs to a den. They eventually can be brought into one if they're not born into one, or if their soul once belonged to one, they can 
be returned to a den, but in most cases you have to earn your way into one. As I am a servant, I figure as part of this it would be easy to believe that this is a, uh, a first life for myself, and a den has not yet accepted, or have I found one that was of my interest. What if we say that you are living in Beast Town so that it makes sense that no one has seen you before? Hmm. Osarius is not a bad idea. I will go with that. Hmm. But the question remains, are we going to introduce Dairon to Essek or just Splitskis? Uh, no, I think we should introduce. But we could do that if you guys want to go ahead and get a head start. I agree, but I would say that I'm not entirely sure of Essex's intentions. So, if we introduce you to this individual, be extremely careful with him. I am extremely careful with everyone. Are we all He's pretty hot, so. Hmm. Plus, doesn't he possibly have the ability to stuff? What was that? Was that Doesn't he have the ability to see through disguises and stuff? Maybe. Maybe. I'm just saying, if you're going to be here by yourself, introducing your spy friend to Essex, better go well. Uh, this is not an illusion in particular. It is a transmutation of the flesh. That should. Oh. There are still forms of magic that can see through, but I will not be delving close enough or in circles where such uh, disenchantments are hopefully present. Uh, oh, pretty fancy. Fingers crossed. All right. <clears throat> are we all comfortable splitting up for 24 hours? Y'all aren't going to get in any fights and Nicodronuts uh, that we're not going to be a part of? Well, Definitely not. Because, you know, I would feel super left out if I didn't get to fight. If we fight anyone in Nicodronus, we will bring the fight back to you. All right. I like it. There is also the question of what we are doing with your family and you. When we are there, are you staying there? I mean, why, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't need to talk about that with Yaza? Probably. Where is this goodbye? Are you not coming back? I don't. I no. I'm, I'll see you. I, I. Yeah. No. I'll come back. I. I don't know. I. I want to talk about it with Yaza first. If we leave two of you or three of you, I. I have spoken of my reservations uh, before. I. I don't know if we have a plan, or you have a plan for living there. Again, they can stay at the chateau. Well, I still worry about that letter. Oh. Maybe we'll see some evidence if we get there. We can snoop around and see if anyone's keeping their eye on the chateau. <clears throat> and Blood is really, really tough. I mean, he's done a good job of keeping security safe. <clears throat> if we put in the request for everything we need to be delivered tomorrow, then we could all move one and then come back and everything should be here, and then we can all do the 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 uh, introduction when they deliver what we need. So we're all here to introduce Darren? And then we all go, but we would just have to break the uh, break the uh, the order of uh, operations up. That's fine too, but what I am uh, uh, talking about not is a, is a long-term problem. 
something could happen in two days or three days or two weeks. Yeah, but there's a war raging across the continent that could be true for anywhere at any time. Yep, leap of faith time. I worry. Of course, I worry too. I have a feeling, you know, there's lots of things happening, Caleb. Maybe they're not going to focus all their energy on looking for you right now, you know? Yeah, or looking for point. whoever knew their name. I mean, especially all the way in Nicodranas. Seem to be a poor use of resources, really. I agree. Hmm. Maybe you've got a little more invisibility than you thought for a while. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Maybe. So, is that a plan? What is the plan? Are we all going or are we all staying? We're going to put in an order for some food and some maps to be delivered tomorrow okay. uh, to the house. And uh, do we have a we have transportation at this point, or are we just going to be up north? Uh, I am. The bright queen said she could offer transportation. Excellent. So, yeah. food, maps, transportation—nothing too expensive or fancy. And then we'll go now. Be back tomorrow, and have them bring it. Ask them to bring it tomorrow. Oh, then so we all go going? to Nicodramas, and we have a nice oh. beach day. If we wanted. <laughs> just in case something goes wrong. It is really fucking cold up here. And I'm nervous, I'm nervous splitting the group up. All right. Let's stay together and then we can introduce Essek tomorrow. All right. All righty. Dyron, can you not be seen for 24 hours? I think I could handle a day. Yeah. Don't answer the door if anyone comes by. Not a problem. Um, if we can message, message them for our list of supplies, foods, uh, food, maps. Okay. So just figure out what, what it is you'd like to acquire mm. for the journey, um, and who you're sending it to. Yeah, who, who um, are we asking for this? Uh, probably, uh, well, who do we want to introduce your friend to, really? Well, that, we can question. do that tomorrow. Essek? Yeah, so we'll have Essek to see if we can get Essek to put it together then, or? Does Essek do that type of thing? You guys have discussed with the Bright Queen about possibly acquiring a map of the of the Graying Wildlands, which is not a readily available map mm. at all. <laughs> so they're looking into that. Any other maps you want to acquire, you can ask about that, as well as any other supplies that you're looking for the journey. I guess, yeah, we'll put it in yeah. with Essek. With Essek? I guess, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's easy to, to handle. He's kind of our liaison. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's our ambassador. Our handler. Mm -hmm. Kind of, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Add. <laughs> that, that list will go in. Perfect. That's <laughs> perfect. All righty. So, having your things prepared for the time being, and it being late afternoon, or sorry, late morning, about close to midday, you assume, um, you are welcome to make your journey to Benagerie Coast, if you'd like. Okay. okay. This I've got to see. Let's take. I want to take Nugget and run upstairs to the tree and ask if Sprinkle wants to come too. Uh, <laughs> Sprinkle definitely just like attached to you and seems to be um, eager to go wherever you're going. Oh! Did you miss me, buddy? 
Oh, but Jester, you think you could just leave him here with this beautiful tree? And wouldn't no, no, great? no. He wants to come hang I mean, out. They probably the made like a little here. house out of twigs no. and shit, and like maybe put some paintings <laughs> and no. scratch. Okay. <laughs> the crimson ferret remains curled up behind Jester's neck, almost like a like a fur collar to a coat. Yeah. The crimson ferret. The crimson ferret. Yeah, it's a good bar title. The crimson ferret. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a weasel. They are different, okay? Yeah, that would be a red weasel. It's a crimson ferret. Caleb, <laughs> what do we need to do? So I'm going to go to. Uh, our laboratory, and I will just take a couple of minutes and then meet me in there. Are we ready now-ish? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so I will go yeah. to the laboratory and um, uh, use uh, 50 gold worth of chalk. I'm going to minus that money now. That's a lot of chalk. And so trace the circle and the correct uh, sigils on the ground, and it is prepared and ready to go <laughs> when they join. All right, as everyone gathers there, uh, Caleb completes. Neiman Marcus Chalk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Caleb completes the final <laughs> sketches within the center of the large circular equation that he has drawn across the floor. As it does, you watch the familiar exterior of it begin to glow, and the runes begin to click in and rotate until it forges itself a final glowing point in the center, and you can see this kind of lifting energy just slowly gliding up from the center of it, and you. Acknowledge that you have six seconds yeah. to dive into this. Here we go, here we go. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grab into you and go through. You all dart into the center of the circle. There's that, <clears throat> that sensation of feeling lifted suddenly, that, that kind of, you know, almost roller coaster drop type butterflies in the stomach. And you all emerge within a dark stone chamber. Yeah. Where are we? What's the guy's name? Where are we? Oh. His name is. Let's keep our heads. Yusa, his name is Yusa. Yusa. We are in the, uh, it was the top of his tower, correct? That's right. Uh, it was, it was, this, it was, it was higher, higher up than the floor okay. than you guys arrived. Oh, no. He's going to be so mad. What? Not necessarily. I was. We probably should have told him we were coming. Yes. We probably should have told him we don't have the thing anymore. What thing? The what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted that thing. We'll get to that. <clears throat> Uh, hello? Oh. oh. Anybody home? You hear some footsteps about a minute and a half later, kind of coming up in the door. Opens and peeking through, you see the kind of older goblin with the really nice vest on and rolled up sleeves uh, kind of glints through. Uh, hello? Uh, hello. Apologies for coming in unannounced. Um, your master has uh, given me an open invitation to return, and uh, in hindsight, I think we should have sent some sort of message in advance. Probably, yes, yes. but that's fine. Uh, follow me to uh, the downstairs chamber, and I'll retrieve the master okay. uh, this way. The goblin leads you all down the spiraling staircase right. towards the familiar base of the tower where you had previously first encountered both this goblin uh, and the master of the tower, uh, Yusa. The chairs and furniture have been rearranged. In fact, there's more furniture here than there was last time. Um, You're not sure if it has been changed upon your arrival or has been in the interim, but nevertheless, there is is enough places to sit for everybody. Um, 
you watch as the goblin leaves for a bit, and you kind of sit in the quiet chamber. There's a small fireplace that's built into the side, and as you guys sit and get comfy, the fire kind of flares up brighter, and the room gets warmer. It's cozy. The smell is a mixture of uh, kind of you know the, the the burning wood from the fireplace with hints of jasmine. It's a very very pleasant, comfortable interior. No windows to the exterior. Uh, a few moments pass before you hear the footfalls of a figure returning, and there you see descend from the staircase Yusa, uh, his you know, lithe elven form, kind of draping behind a long train of his robe. I stand. Uh, I follow suit. Okay. You see his arms kind of tucked into each of the sleeves where you can't see his hands. The head is kind of carried up with an air of, uh, you would almost mistake it for arrogance, but this individual just seems to just carry themselves with an air of importance where they stand. All right. You have returned, it seems. Yes, I beg your pardon for doing so unannounced. I would prefer a uh, heads up next time, but nevertheless, here we are. So, what brings you back to the Menagerie Coast? Um, we are uh, transporting some uh, asylum seekers. Right, and looks over to yes, it's like, hi. It's a very nice place you have. Thank you. We don't intend to stay long. In fact, I, I think I can get us back to where we came from. Oh. On my own. That um, is good. Well, if I might inquire out of personal and professional curiosity, what have you been up to? You know, you know, uh, avoiding the war. It's crazy out there. If you get close to the Empire and Dynasty. I, I feel like we should mention the uh, the most recent encounter. Uh, the, the with the with the there was so many. The la the uh, the laughing, the laughing hand, hand? Is, is at least probably worth mentioning. I mean that's laughing hand. something we should probably tell everybody, I imagine. Sure, sure. The un unkillable monster that was released way, way far away from here. Does that name mean anything to you? It does not ring any particular bells, but I can look into my tomes. If this creature you say is dangerous, it may call my attention to study. Well, it is a long ways off. We have just come from over the mountains and over more mountains. Which mountains and how far? Oh, the very edge of the Empire. Have you heard news of the war? I have kept my eye, yes. It's important to be informed. Is it going well? From whose perspective? Mine. What side is your perspective? You know my accent? Not well. Not well at all. It's beginning to brim past the Dunrock. There was a, uh, a series of failed incursions by the Empire when they were killed. There is worry of them beginning to take land further into the Merrow Valley. But not yet. Not yet. 
You know, I have a Zemnian accent, I am Zemnian, but we are somewhat unaligned. I gathered. We are just trying to find our way between the cracks and hopefully do what we can to lessen tensions on either side. Well, I wish you the best of luck. Wouldn't that be something? We have similar but different paths. We both wish to avoid choosing. The difference is you wade into the flames, while I prefer to stay far away. Speaking of staying far away, have you seen or felt or sensed, I don't know what you're capable of, uh, any any um, agents of, of the Empire here in Nicodronis, maybe? Snooping around, asking questions, looking for people? Ooh. None that I've encountered, but it would not surprise me. I mean, there are, um, there are many cell swords looking for ways to make money, and wartime is very profitable. But no organized presence here. No, no. Not that I've seen, at least. And even so, I mostly keep to just my segment of the city. Have you spent any time tinkering with that gift we left you? Oh, quite a bit. Very fascinating. Uh, how much time do you have? Not much. Not much. How much time do you need? Oh, well, I can go on for weeks about the things that I've just begun to uncover. This is going to keep me busy for quite some time, so I thank you very much for entrusting it to me. Did you get any gold from it? I've acquired quite a few interesting tidbits of information, and uh, What's yes. like the top one? <laughs> he watches, he kind of leans forward and looks you over and goes, How much do you know of the Age of Arcanum? How much do I know about the Age of Arcanum? 13. 13, not much. It was a long time ago. That it was. So nothing that would probably be of interest to you. Uh, I am interested, though. Beauregard. Yeah. Ford, do you think that the two of you could keep an eye peeled for any trouble around Jester's house? You want to stay here and learn some while we go back? That's fine. Yeah. We can organize a place for Yeza, get him set up. I will join you later. I think that's a good plan. We'll message you if we, if we run into trouble. If you have some time, I would be curious to uh, take another look at that device you had brought with you last time we had met. We didn't bring it this round. Yeah, we have it in the hidden spots. It's too dangerous <laughs> to carry with us. Yes. Both, both uh, Jester and Beauregard make deception checks for me, please. Lock, yeah. lock, lock. We took your advice, it is deception. significant. We thought carrying it around. Actually, I don't need to look at this. Uh, seven. Theoretically, <laughs> I'm good at this. I'm good at this. Twenty. Twenty. Okay. Carrying it through the sewers didn't seem like a good idea anymore. Hmm. It would not. No. Anyway. Did you find? You. Okay. Did you find a chamber with a dead dragon in it, with lots of golden hordes of treasure? I did indeed find such a dragon. Uh, 
did you save any of it? Because technically we sort of killed it and some of that treasure is ours and we just didn't get to grab it. Well, technically, we, none of us killed it. It was, never mind. Technically, you are responsible for destroying a, uh, uh, what would many consider to be a very arcane, powerful creature that might be endangered by some perspectives that was uh, owned and uh, uh, not in a scenario where you would claim ownership over such uh, a hall, if you will. So that would be a no. Uh, <laughs> not to say that at some point down the road, should I manage to completely map out the interior of this, we might discuss some sort of uh, finder's fee. Have but even begun. <clears throat> I've begun, but I'll be at this for quite some time. Did you find any powdered gems there? <laughs> I've been looking for some. Powdered gems, no. But I can keep an eye out for you if you'd like. Okay. Very well. So. Do you still need me then if we do not have uh, the artifact in question? Not in particular. Any other strange things in the world I should know about? I mean. Laughing hand is a big deal, I feel like. It's the Fair enough. All right, then. Yeah. I'll begin well, to set that research. To put it into perspective, we've been finding devices that have been opening up portals oh, to the abyss, and it seems there might be some sort of incursion being planned by people, demons, yeah. people who might Want to release this laughing hand? That is curious. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's, that's what we that's thought, too. Yeah. I mean, keeping an eye on reports of uh, similar accounts happening within the Empire as well. Really? I knew it! Two huh. such similar struggles seem to have occurred in Zadash as of late, and another in Pride's Call, I believe. Ooh, that answers so many questions! However, is it? by all accounts well, and sorry. public, uh, and private discussions, all manner of these attacks and assaults have been decreed as sourced by Kryn uh, demonologists. Oh, uh, that's not, yeah. No. Is that, is that a credible source, or is that just? That comes from both public cries and a number of credible sources from empire the source. interior of the empire. Take that for what it is. So yeah. We know that that's false. Propaganda? Yeah. We, 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 we that's pretty false. much know that. That's yeah. Yeah. Right. Just like in the city, in Zadash. Yeah. The two Oh, no, it's earlier than that. Um, huh. Have you noticed, I don't know if you leave this place, have you noticed any <coughs> Empire presence more than normal here in Nicodranas? No, there is always some sort of Empire presence because of its proximity to the Empire here in the border, but I believe they are placing as much forces they can towards the east, so it has not really swollen on this side of things. Very well. Well, um, apologies for intruding next, on your home. Next apology time we'll, accepted. We'll call ahead so you can, you know, get dressed or whatever. Thank you for that. And um, welcome to my home, Mrs. Tayeza. Yes, is already like kind of looking at the pieces of furniture and on the shelf, all the books. I was like, "Oh yeah, no, thank you." Uh, 
Can we go now? Yeah, yeah let's get out of here. You guys turn around, the door opens on its own. Uh, curiously enough, the hinges on the opposite side from where you first entered it, and it leads you out into the center of the open quiet here in Nicodronus. To the <laughs> it is now at this point. It's like early afternoon, mid afternoon. The sky is cloudless and blue. The bright. Sky above you, the sunlight warming your skin upon contact. You can smell wow. the ocean breeze, hear the waves oh. and seagulls in the distance. What are we wearing? You're wearing your Jorhassian clothes. Okay, clothing. I'm instantly casting this guy's stuff. I have it. I will. Um, what does everyone want to. Nope, never mind. Just use that spell slot. Yeah. I am That's casting this guy's self. So I am going to look like a, a, a tall old farmer. Uh, yeah, I'm doing. I'm fisherman. I'm going fisherman this time. I just shed the coat, go to my tank top and pant tie pants you look. Dock dock worker Beauregard. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. What's her name again? I disguise self to oh. look like my Fiona. What's her name? Human persona. You got it. I'll change my armor, which can change uh, just a simple gray, you know, gray raw silk again, and I'll put on my mask and you got it. And gloves. Uh, All right. And I am going to make myself look like myself, but wearing my old clothes, except that they are all clean. <laughs> All righty. Ford. Yeah, same thing. First gen Ford in the house. <laughs> you got it. First gen Ford arrived. All right. It is a welcome sight, especially for you, Jester and Ford. It is a homecoming after long weeks away in environments far harsher than you ever expected to have to endure or explore. Um, it's. It fills you with a sense of, of warmth and, and hope to be back to where a lot of this all began for both of you. And the city is yours. What do you wish to do? Let's go to Jesse's house. Look, Yaza, this is where you will live. This city, isn't it beautiful? Temporarily, like, we don't know if it's going to be forever, right? Why would you want to leave this place? Look at it. It's nice. As you watch as Yeza has run off to, like, the nearest intersection and is looking down the straight, there's one large road that heads right down to the docks where you can see the horizon and the ocean. Yaza's like, I've, I'm sorry, I've, I've just never seen the ocean before. It's quite a thing, isn't it? It's not it? that great. Uh, let's walk down there. I mean, we don't have wait, to. Wait, wait, wait! Don't do it yet. You should grab Luke, and then you can all see the ocean together. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do that. Sure. What a good yeah. idea. All right. You guys make your way towards the opal archways and approach the familiar site of the lavish chateau. Oh man, Nugget's going to be so happy to see Mama. <laughs> As you guys come towards the front, it opens within. Uh, you see the familiar sight of the dark wood interior. The table, since it is earlier in the day, there's only a few customers at the time. It tends to pick up more around dusk. Um, you lead back up to the stairs where uh, Blued, the Minotaur, stands there, kind of looking a bit tired, almost like about to fall asleep at the post, and then hears the footsteps arrive, and then notices you guys approach, sees you still uh, as your illusory persona, Jester. Yeah, but I look but, like me, only human. Yeah. It's fine. So, uh, <laughs> so Blue goes, ah, oh, Jester, uh, 
was. I hug him. uh, And he kind of awkwardly (laughs) takes the hug and kind of pats you on the shoulder. Standing almost like double the size of Jester. Uh, Should I fetch your mother? Yeah, is she busy? Uh, No, just looking over and not, and then the door opens. And you can see Mary and goes, Jester? And she like rushes out, throws the door open, it kind of like slams into blue to grabs it, and she just reaches out and puts her arms up or under your arms and lifts you up about a foot off the ground and just holds you and goes, just my sapphire. <laughs> so uh, you've all returned. Welcome. <laughs> uh, and you must be, and looks over to, to Yeza. Hi. Uh, this is Jester's mom. Okay. She, uh, she, she lives here, and she's a fantastic performer and a, a great mom, and um, and also she she might know where Luke is right now. Oh, uh, I'm so sorry. Yes, of course. Right, right this oh, way. Oh, okay, okay. Hold on. I'm gonna just cast disguise self and change into the. Okay. Um, are we in the public eye at this point still? Or? You guys are upstairs in the, uh, there's, a, there's like a curving staircase that leads up to the second floor where Marion stays Ooh. in the lavish chateau. Okay. It's a little landing with other rooms, it's, but per room. It's kind of hidden from yeah. the rest. Right now, the entire time we're here at any point, Caleb is trying to subtly look for weirdos, for yeah, make people he knows. Yeah. Looking for weirdos. 20, he knows what I mean. No. 20. 20. Yeah. You're surrounded by 19. People are strange. Um, oh, damn vampires. <laughs> All right. You guys step into Marion's uh, professional chambers, uh, where you've met her before. Uh, you can see there's the back room as well as open. Uh, there you see sitting and in the process of knitting is old Edith. Oh. Who. Uh, Looks Ooh, over the shoulder yeah. and goes like, "Oh look, we we got all sorts of folks coming. Oh, I know these people. Look!" And uh, from off the balcony of the chamber, you can see uh, Luke turns and enters the room and sees both Yeza and Veth. Goes, "Mom, Dad," and just runs forward and as. You know, both of you put your arms out and he runs into both of your arms and you just kind of hold him there and this is like moment that stretches on for a minute or more of just the union of this family that's been so separated for so long, the three of them for the first time in many years, coming together, framed by the ocean and sky beyond the balcony. Uh, Edith kind of stands up and smiles, bit and wipes a tear from her eye, and. Marion comes over and puts her arm and hooks it into Jester's arms. You all kind of watch on. And eventually, uh, Luke kind of breaks back a little bit and goes, oh, uh, "So, what's where, where? Where have you guys been?" It's an incredibly long story, and we'll we'll tell you sometime. But right now, it's all you need to know is we're we're safe and we're together, and. And things are going to start being better and easier now. It must have been such a long journey, Edith. How was the road here? Uh, it was sort of. It was bumpy a lot, but that nice Shakasta fella made sure that we were nice and comfortable and safe and 
He's a, a smart as a whip, that one. Did he, any, any dangers befall you when you crossed over the border or anything? Uh, a lot of them, uh, a lot of them crowns guard were very nosy, but uh, once again, that that Shikasta fellow, well, he knew what he was doing. Uh, Luke, uh, did, did you see his bird? Yeah. Isn't that cool? It, was, it didn't make any sound unless you were really it's close amazing. to it. It was like, <laughs> he said he could see through it. It's true, he can, it's magic. That's so cool. <laughs> and apparently the, the bird is royalty. <laughs> That's true. That is Have true. you been to the bird kingdom? No, there's no, and I haven't. I didn't know there was one, but. Oh, well, you should, if you talk to him again, see if he'll take you. Okay, I'll get I'll get tickets for both of us. <laughs> yeah, so kind of butts in this point and is like, and uh, and by the way, I think you should know that your uh, your mother here is quite the 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 adventurer. Uh, I've been watching her just uh, fighting all sorts of bad guys and defeating monsters and. Well, she kept your your papa safe for quite some time. That, I mean, I think your your father is exaggerating a little. Who goes? No. <laughs> this is like no, no. I I kid you not. Look, cross my heart. Your your mama has been a. Uh, I've I've watched her scare off terrible creatures and and I mean. Why don't you Why don't you show me your. Uh, your cool device, your 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 crossbow device. Oh, I mean, like, you have a crossbow device? I, you can, can I see it? Can I see it? Can I see it? Not no. You can, can, see you it? can not play with it. You cannot play with can it. Look it's at very it? dangerous. Can I touch it? I can I'll show it to you. I'll show it to you. Is there anything in the room fruity? Fruity, <laughs> like an apple or something? Actually, yeah. Uh, Marion does <laughs> take. Uh, her meals in the chamber, and they're usually a platter with different foods. And you can see that there was a mostly eaten meal where there is what looks to be an orange left, uh, only like partially uh, eaten. Okay. Uh, all right, I'll quick draw and fire on it. <laughs> <laughs> Roll for an attack. Okay, okay. Attack. I would laugh if it missed it's that. 28. <laughs> the orange has been stapled to the wall and is currently still vibrating from the impact. Everyone's like, oh, Lucas, that is so cool! <laughs> and like, he's reaching for it. <laughs> it's really dangerous, really dangerous. Guns are bad. I mean, crossbows are bad. <laughs> Don't touch this. This is not for you. It's too, it's too dangerous. Here, I'll take the bolts out and make sure that it's nice and. The safety's on. I don't know. <laughs> and I'll let him. I'll let him hold it a little bit. <laughs> it's heavy. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. And he can just like kind of point. Right. It. <laughs> I mean, you do look pretty cool with it. Do I? <laughs> yeah. This is like. Maybe we should uh, not let him play with it too long. No, 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 no. I'll take it back soon. But maybe I could even teach teach him how to use it really? one, one time. Yes, yeah, yes. Of course, you got to know how to protect yourself. Sticks his tongue out. And yes, it's like. Ugh. But also, learning science in school is important too. So we make sure we have to make sure that you're all signed up. You know, it's about time for you to start school. Okay. Yeah. But you know, maybe a little a bit of a balance, right? You could go to classes during the day and then the afternoon training. With the crossbow? Ah, not that one. We'll get you a little one that shoots little 
little suction cup arrows. <laughs> okay. For now. As it kind of tussles Luke's hair. But he's still holding on to the crossbow. He's not giving it back. <laughs> it's all right. I'll steal it from him. All right. <laughs> well, this is happening. Marion kind of looks back towards Jester and kind of just puts her fingers up into your hair and holds her head against yours and goes, oh, I'm so glad you're safe. I'm so glad to be back, Mama. And, and looks down, you can see that immediately at that point, Nugget just leaps up and almost knocks Marion over and is like, whoa! Just looking at her face, going like, oh, oh wow, you are getting so big. He <laughs> it, really is. Yeah, uh, pets are a lot. Pets are a lot, Mama. Not as much as tiny sapphires, but they're a lot. <laughs> um, uh, it's kind of, I feel, honestly, a little bad because, you know, Nugget's been stuck at home and we've had to go off and do things, and I don't want him to be in danger and stuff. Well, are you, what, what, what are you trying to tell me? Well, not. Not. What? What? Maybe, um, maybe Luke would like a, a pet? A dangerous blink dog? <laughs> he's not dangerous, he's sweet. He's a killer. A sweet blink dog. Yes! <laughs> I will give this child whatever he wants right now, yes! <laughs> Luke is still looking at the crossbow and is like not even paying attention to the conversation. Do you want, hey, Lukey, Luke! What? Hey, uh, do you want a dog? <laughs> well, okay, look, here's the thing. Oh, that's over. Oh, no. <laughs> and just like points at Nugget with the crossbow. Technically, he's on loan because, you know, he he's my dog who I love very much, but I, forever. I don't want him to be in danger, and his name is Nugget, and if you have to feed him, and you have to take him on walks, and you have to teach him how to blink because he's still training, yeah, okay, um, but he's also five, so you know he's probably not going to take your dog on walks. Your 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 manservant or whatever can take the dog on walks. And Luke has <laughs> walked up to Nugget now with the crossbow in hand and just like reaches out to touch his nose, and Nugget just and like knocks him over and starts licking his face. Like he's <laughs> like laughing on the ground. And yes, it's like okay. <laughs> Crossbow and a dog. No, he's not gonna no, keep no, the no. crossbow, don't worry. Yeah, I'll trade you the crossbow for the dog, Luke. Luke stands up and kind of goes. And I'll, and I'll throw in this grappling hook. Deal. <laughs> Hands the crossbow back, grabs the grappling hook, and goes back to petting the That's dog. That's arguably more dangerous. As a child of divorce, this is exactly what it's like. <laughs> This is, this is the most amazing divorce simulator I've ever experienced. <laughs> Every gift, my guilt. Dog, my crossbow, what will it take? <laughs> While this is happening, you know, Marion looks back and looks at Jester and looks over at Ford and goes, Has he been taking care of you? Uh, yeah. Good. I, I almost fell to my death. He made sure that didn't happen. Yep, caught her on the quick. Mm -hmm. Good. Very good. Keep doing that, please. I mean, she's also 
totally been taking care of, you know, herself and us as well. It's kind of like, um, you know, a cycle. Yeah. Right. That's a cycle that some would call, um, I don't know, friendship? Oh, I was going to say unhealthy. <laughs> True story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but friendship. <laughs> Yeah. To be fair, many friendships are not necessarily healthy, but can still be useful. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so right. What's yeah. here? Miss Lavor, how um, many days have your guests been here? Not okay. Oh, they've only been here about a week. They have uh, come a long way. Uh, been. Asking around about uh, Felderwin, I believe is where, and he's like, yeah, for, uh, Felderwin. Uh, asking about uh, how things are going. Uh, apparently, it's you know, it's not quite time to go back yet. There's still challenges and battles being waged up there. Um, word of uh, a rise in goblin attacks in the cities as well. So we're just just taking care of them for as long as we need to. Yeah. Very gracious of you. They're family of family, so. Thank you so much. Of course. While they're doing this, can I kind of like get a scan of Marion's desk and see if I like see any papers lingering out? Can yeah. I be nosy for Perception check, go for it. Perception, not investigation? From investigation would be rummaging through it. Okay. Ah. 17. 17. Uh, looking at the the desk she has, which is like a partial desk, partial vanity. This is this is her, you know. This is not where she sleeps normally. This is her her work chambers, and so this is where she spends most of her time. Uh, but that way, it's dressed up well, and everything here has some sort of presentational element to it. So it's a beautiful desk slash like vanity space. A secretary, like a secretary desk. A little bit, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't see anything that you know is glaringly out of place. You know, there's papers and and you know so a couple of uh, books. Like novel, you know, elements that maybe she reads on her spare time. Um, nothing that worries you from this distance. If you probably have to do a more thorough investigation. Okay. Well, uh, there, there, there's a lot of people here. How long will you be staying? Is my question. Uh, how many rooms should we look for? Just. I think just, just overnight. Just tonight. Oh, okay. Well, for the night then. Uh, you are our guests. We shall have a fine dinner. Uh, there is a performance troupe in town that might be able to uh, take you out for, for an evening in the city, uh, if you don't mind escorting them, Jester. Um, and, you know, make, make an evening of your brief stay as a thank you. You're telling us to go socialize? Well, you don't have to, I just assume. No, it's just... You can stay here if you like. I just assumed that maybe you don't often get the opportunity. They need a proper change of clothes. Just, a, just a, if there's a anywhere where we can just get something. Oh, there's plenty away. of places you can get. That'll do. Then. Chester, you're going to spend some time with your mother, yeah? Um, I have a feeling Mama might have a guest tonight. Oh, I can cancel. <laughs> no, no. Yes, yes, uh, you're a little more important than me. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. fine. 
I think a, a night of relaxation is uh, not uncalled for, considering the week we've had. Yeah. You want to stay with your boy? Yes. yes. Yeah, I'll stay. We'll just hang out here, probably, or walk down to the beach. Walk to the beach? Walk to the beach. Walk to the beach. Yeah. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave my very obvious jacket just in case. All right. Hey, Bo. I have some clothes in the room if you want to change into something less, you know, Zorhasian. Are they super frou froy? Are they dresses with bows? Well, I don't like bows. <laughs> I go check out her wardrobe. <laughs> All yeah, right. let's, let's let's check it out. All right, so Bo goes through your wardrobe. What what does she find? Lots of really cool, pretty dresses. <laughs> Whatever that means. There's purple ones. They there's a bows. yellow one. It's a fucking hate yellow. I've been there's... through this. <laughs> there's a red one. This red one would look really nice on you. All right, I put on the red one. All right. What's it look like? Tell me, Jester. <laughs> um, it's sleeveless. Okay. That's and good. it's fitted through the waist, and then it flares out. And it's got um, two bows, one right here and one right here, and then a really nice uh, ribbon that ties around the waist. How long is it? It comes to... Just above the knee. <laughs> okay. This is on page 211 of the player's handbook. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is my favorite part. Chester, what? did you own this dress when you were 12? Well, yeah. Oh. But you're, you know, you're so slender, I thought it would look good on you. You look like I'm. Trying out you for a beauty pageant. Yeah, it looks like really lovely, on you. but if you don't like it, you don't have to wear it. Obviously, I'll wear it for Jester. All right. I'll put on the not yellow dress because Bo doesn't like yellow. <laughs> I'll put on my purple dress. Okay, purple Jester and red bow. Remove <laughs> <laughs> some layers and head down to the beach. I find a hat too, a, a hat. big sun hat. All right, <laughs> all about the sun hats. Yeah. Mar Marion definitely has one of those you could borrow. All right, as you gather your things and uh, Yeza and Luke as well, uh, Edith, Edith decides to stay back. Um, you begin to make your way, walking towards the shoreline of Nicodranas to see the beach for the afternoon. And that's where we're going to go and take a break. Yeah. So we'll be back here in just a moment. Before we get to it, we do have our Wormwood giveaway! Tonight we have uh, to give away the Black Walnut Dice Vault. This nice, pretty, Ooh. smooth brown wood. For one lucky winner there in the chat to enter tonight, and to enter the, uh, the keyword tonight, which is kiln. K-I-L-N. That's exactly where we're going. <laughs> yeah. Killing it, killing it. K-I-L-N, once, more than once, you'll be disqualified in the chat for people in the US and Canada, excluding Quebec. We'll have a winner for you when we get back here in a few minutes. See you soon. Woo! This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
I often think about what a cool superpower it would be to freeze time. Not go back or forward, because in the movies that causes lots of problems, but to just stop it. Like, if I could stop time, get a bunch of work done, then restart time and go home to see my family, that would be the dream. Sometimes life just feels like a constant balancing act of trying to figure out where to give your energy. But the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and to make it a priority. The therapists at BetterHelp Online Therapy can help you identify what matters most to you and help you find a way to give more time to it. By filling out a brief questionnaire, BetterHelp can match you with a licensed therapist specific to your needs and even lets you switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Critical Role today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Critical Role. It's an amazing accomplishment to see your business grow. However, sometimes when you grow too fast, cracks start to emerge. Maybe you realize you have too few employees or your old processes can't manage the increased workload. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025-1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash critical role. That's netsuite.com slash critical role to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash critical role. Shopping for humans is hard, but shopping for your dog is easy, thanks to the wonderful folks at BarkBox. BarkBox delivers fun toys and delicious treats customized to your pup every month, so your dog can feel extra spoiled. Each box comes with a whole new collection of goodies for your pet, and even has special themed boxes to celebrate holidays throughout the year. And if you're worried about the toys being ripped apart in minutes, BarkBox has you covered with ultra-tough toy options for your super chore. And for a limited time, BarkBox will double your first box for free! My dog, Rigatoni, totally endorses BarkBox. He gave it four out of four paws. Whenever he smells our BarkBox come in, he springs into his cute little happy dance and immediately begs for a treat. Oh, and as a chicken connoisseur, Riggy highly recommends their chicken-flavored products. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash Critical Role. That's right, you can sign up now at BarkBox.com slash Critical Role for this exclusive offer. This ad is now over. Let's go back to petting our dogs. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Hello, Critters. This is Ashley Johnson, president of the Critical Role Foundation, our 501c3 nonprofit organization with a mission that might sound familiar, to leave the world better than we found it. We partner with other nonprofits to raise funds supporting causes that mean a lot to us. 
And we allocate 10% of all donations to an emergency relief fund that allows us to provide immediate assistance in the case of natural disasters or other unexpected emergencies that require quick action. To learn more about the Critical Role Foundation and to donate, visit criticalrolefoundation.org. Welcome back. So, before we get into the game, we do have our winner of the Wormwood Dice Vault for the evening. The winner is Stone Fox Spikr. Stone Fox S P Q R Spikr. Congratulations. Yes, could be speaker. I like Spikr better. So we'll have that. Could be. I don't know. For now, congratulations. So. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Oh, shit. Yes, oh, shit. What? I just closed my D&D Beyond. I got open. Reopen it. I'm doing that. <laughs> it's not working. Well done. It's not working. No, it's right. not working. It's only working for us. No, it's only fun for us. Oh, it's not man. fun for anybody else. <clears throat> there you go. I can't get through. Why, man? Why? Okay, then. So. As you guys gather now in the mid-afternoon here in Nicodranus, you walk your way towards the ocean side of the port, eventually finding the southern lengths of the city that lead into the familiar beaches where once you had yourselves a stroll, a soak, and a battle with a crab. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. coming along the ocean side, beautiful open sky, warm sun, heating you up through your clothes. Uh, you can see now Yeza and Luke both just kind of marveling quietly at the sight for a moment before Luke just goes running off towards the water and starts like <laughs> jumping in it and splashing. No, 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 not, not too close. Don't, just, don't, don't go, too, don't go fo- too far out there. Yeza's like, it's okay, it's okay, I'm keeping a watch. Okay. Let him play. All right, well, while they're playing a little bit, I'm going to sort of hang back. I'm going to walk over to Caleb. Mm-hmm. Trying to grab him, and psst, you got a second? I do. One moment, and uh, Frumkin appears down in the sand next to me, and I scratch his head and say, "Go look from where we came. Tell me if anyone is coming, okay?" Well. Yeah. Hey, real quick. Real quick. Yeah. This is great, right? They're great. It is. This is wonderful. Your illusion is about to drop, by the way. I will recast. Okay. Um. <laughs> Why would you come back with us? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I do. I do have an idea. The, the idea is that I have four hours left before I. I pop out of this existence and, and go back to being a goblin. Your your husband, does he know everything? Does he know that I'm a goblin? Or what do you mean? I, I'm sorry, your son, excuse me. Oh, no, no, I haven't told so, him. But your husband has accepted it. I mean, a little, He he hasn't thrown rocks at me or anything, but there's a distance there, I mean. You didn't seem that distant when you were hugging each other. Hugging? 
but we haven't, you know. Oh, well, I mean, so just because of that, you're going to come no, back with us and? and I, I mean, listen, I don't know if I can leave them right now. I haven't seen, I haven't been together with them in years, and it's, it's everything that I want, and I'm, I've got it right now, and they, they both seem happy and we're safe, and that's all that I want. It's not real, right? Well, I, I'm still, I'm faking. I'm, I'm not, I don't even look like this. Do you think you could find the courage to show yourself to your son and explain it? Because you are real. Maybe. Would you care for him? What do you mean? You would be a mother to him, yeah? Of course I would. Until he's 25, and then I'll be dead. I could maybe convince him that I'm okay for now. Maybe he would accept me. But I don't know if I would. You know, I. there's still something that's not right about this. I, I, this is not my body. It's just not me. And people liking you is nice. And, and people accepting you is nice. But if you feel wrong inside your own skin, then well, you can't be a good mother or, or a good wife or a good anything, really. Well, what if we found a way. Well, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. I've been reluctant to talk to you about this before because, you know, you're on your own path and I don't want to disrupt it or anything. Um, and I feel like I've been a bit, uh, not lying, but I've just concealed. When we first met, you know, we, we, were, we were there for each other, to protect each other, keep us uh, alive. But you know, we both had our, our other motives too. And for me, I, I didn't entirely come clean with you. And part of the reason that I was sort of instantly uh, interested in hanging out with you was because you had these amazing magical abilities. And you know, I care for you deeply now. And I, you know, I wouldn't leave your side for anything, but. I mean, I love you. But back then, anyway, and even now, I, there's a part of me that is hoping that you'll become powerful enough to, to do me a great service, and I haven't really been explicit with you about that, but I've seen you do amazing things and change things into other things, and, and I've also seen you be ruthless when you need to be. You know how I became this way. They drowned me in water and turned me into another body. And I was hoping, praying that someday, when you're able to learn the spell, find the book, whatever it is, that you would be strong enough 
to kill me with fire and change my body like they did. I think you could do it. You're very powerful. Well, the fact of the matter is I owe you everything. I would not be here. I would be dead in a field outside of Allfield without you. And many times over. Yeah. Anything is possible. Well, but is it, though? I kind of need to know. I, I want to say something to my child, but I, I don't want to lie. If I tell him that I will be back, I need to know that it is truly possible. Is that something that you can do for me? Not now, but I am on the edges of such things. You could kill me and bring me back. You want to be you? Yes. We can find a way to make you, you. But nothing comes without risk or hard work, and I cannot do it tomorrow. And I need books. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but if you're asking me if I will help you, of course I will help you. And that's a spell that you, you've you heard of or, or know is possible? Make an arcana check if you like. Total balls. Uh, well, 13. 13. <laughs> That's um, pretty good. <laughs> a ball. Transmutation is a, an interesting school, as you know, as it is what, what you know drew you to it. Um, what Not is talking about sits more in the realm of necromancy. Um, if there are means of transmutation, of permanently, you know, changing one body into another, uh, you have no knowledge of that. You would have to ask, like, magic practitioners of a much higher experience level, or research in places that have much larger uh, uh, caches of older magic study. Question, though. Yes. I, I, I'm unfamiliar of any way to do what she is asking. Correct. But I have read a ton, and I've read legends and stories and history about people doing the unthinkable, destroying themselves in the process. You don't doubt that it's possible. Things. You just don't know don't specifically know, uh, right. what can do it. But I would think that with everything that I have done and read and know, that I have seen threads branching out into other schools and into other spells that logically taken to the horizon would be able to achieve something like what she wants. Improbable, yeah. It's possible, possible. but like I said, there are different paths. There are asking around for other mages that are more powerful than yourself, that may have more experience or knowledge on the topic, or, like a lot of spells are developed, if something doesn't exist to fit what you need, mm -hmm. develop it, mm -hmm. you know? 
That's how many spells were designed. Yeah. So there are different avenues to pursue such a thing, and you know that, but that's as much as you can ascertain. Mm -hmm. I don't want to burn you. But if we follow the road long enough, I think I could return you. I have no doubt that you can do anything. But how long do you think that road is? Is it, is it something that is hypothetical or real? Beth, I do not know. I do not know if we are going to be alive two weeks from now, and so it is a very personal choice for you to make because maybe you would prefer to have 20 years with your boy, or struggle into the unknown for a while and see what it gets you. Maybe die sooner, I don't know. All I can give you is my um, loyalty, and I have great loyalty for you. And I'd hate to see you go, but that's selfish. All right, well, thank you for your honesty. I'll think about it. I promise to do all I can if you want me to. Thank you. Thank you. All right, I'll just walk back over to the to the boy. Okay, you look over and he's currently looks to be smashing some sort of hermit crab with the grappling hook against a rock. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, oh. Just be careful. It's okay. He'll be fine. Okay. Anybody else? Doing anything in particular during your beach trip? I'm just watching Ford. Oh yeah. Ford, is, he sw is he swimming out to sea? <laughs> Ford, what are you doing? I'm just hanging out. That's it. Yeah. You're not like you don't like seem weird around the water or anything like that. Been around the water a lot. Yeah, but not since you know. This conch is crazy. <laughs> it keeps saying four. <laughs> Mine says consume. <laughs> <laughs> gotta catch them all. Ford. Ford. Ford just putting seashells into his chest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, from your from your standpoint, Ford is just lounging and kind of enjoying okay. the atmosphere. You know, being back by the ocean. I'm gonna collect some shells. Okay. And then I'm gonna take a show and then we can call it a night. Mm. Okay. You guys return. Uh, there's uh, looks to be a, a traveling troop of performers that make their way through the streets. Uh, it's a slow procession. People and families and merchants and businessmen and nobles all come out and kind of watch them as they guide their way towards uh, the center of the Opal Archway, not directly in front of the Lava Chateau, but not, not too far away. And the, so the music carries on through the evening. 
Uh, and it's it's an enjoyable night of, of simple performances, nothing too wild, especially given some of the shows that you've seen, especially after going to Hupper Duke. Uh, it's a hard basis of comparison. Um, but it's it's a fine evening of, of celebration for the tiny victories and uh, you know, the long breath before the next leg of your journey. So, uh, can I uh, can I go inside and talk to to Blue and my mom for a minute? Of course, yeah. Blue. During the celebration and everyone taking in the sights and the colors and the lights and the the, the manner of, of spiraling firecrackers and laughter, you sneak off towards the lavish chateau and make your way back up. Blue steps aside and allows you into Marion's chamber, where she's out on the balcony, just watching everything on on her own accord and. Hears you enter and turns, and he goes, Jester. <laughs> and she walks up and gives you another hug. Hi, Mama. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, you know, it's it's kind of hard being out in the world and stuff. It's a hard world out there. That is very true. Yeah. Um. Yeah, sometimes I wonder if maybe I should just come here and live with you and just give it all up and not have to deal with it anymore. <laughs> I mean, uh, selfishly, I would, <laughs> I would love that, but I do not think it's yet safe. Um, Lord, I know. Lord Sharp is still very much a prick. <laughs> have um, you seen him lately? Uh, he is no longer a recurring client of mine, and I prefer it that way. But I just want to know that you're safe, and, well, uh, if I can be so bold, can I ask you to tell me about some of your adventures? Of course. I, I sit her down and I just tell, tell her everything. I tell her about the giant rock and what it looked like and how big it was, and I tell her about the cavern of crystal. I'm mm. still thinking it's really pretty. <laughs> I tell her about the bridge, the crazy bridge with all the voices, and um, I tell her about Lasha and what happened. She holds your hand through that story. And I also tell her in detail about Astrid, mm -hmm. as much as I know, and what to be aware of and right. look for. And, you know, I'm just a little worried that we've put you in danger now, Mama. I, I appreciate that. Um, you know, Living in Nicodranas, a place where so many people come and go from all walks of life, it can be a beautiful and equally dangerous place, as you know. <laughs> um, I'm careful, but I will be more careful. Okay. But I also do not want to live my life in fear. I trust Blood, I trust all of my, you know, compatriots here at the chateau. And to uh, to be fair, and not to toot my own horn, um, there are many people 
that would wish to see no harm come to me as well. <laughs> it's the truth. A lot of people love you, Mama, not just me. I know. So, I will take care, and I appreciate you worrying for me. But I worry about you too. I'm fine, everything's fine. I know that voice. <laughs> and the times where it's not fine, that's okay too. You know? If I can't be there to console you, you surrounded yourself with some wonderful people. Don't be afraid to lean on them as well. Yeah. Has a package come for us? A package? Yeah, there was a package that was going to Zedash and then we forwarded it to here. It oh. has not arrived yet. I can go check real fast. Oh, oh I, I'll go see if Blood can check, okay? All right. I don't want Okay. All right. I go outside and ask Blood to go look for the package, and I also tell Blood all about what Astrid looks like and tell him to really look out for her. <laughs> the, the massive minotaur, uh, through the intensity in your voice and your expression, seems to somewhat uh, dwindle ever so slightly and nod in acknowledgement. Oh, all right, I'll, I'll keep an eye out. But also, is the package here? <laughs> so you go ahead and, and ask about the package, which I will go grab, actually. What? what? Oh. Oh. What was this what? One? It's from, uh... This package is brought to you oh, by yeah. Dwarven yeah. Forge. Maybe? Maybe it's brought to you by Dwarven Forge. Their Dungeon of Doom was nominated for an Any Award at Gen Con. Uh, go vote at uh, bit.ly cool. slash vote DOD. What? What is this madness? Is this from Kaliana? Is this the package from Kaliana? Yes, it is. <laughs> there are letters to Jester and the Mighty Nine and to Mr. Caleb. Whoa, there's been a backup. In Do mail. you want us to read it, Laura? Here you go, Laura. Here's your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that. Do you want the table to read it for you? Yeah. Okay. It's as sealed. well as this. Ooh. Ooh. Who's this one? It matches the dress Bo's wearing. <laughs> oh wow! Are you liking like a still in that red poof? Okay. Holy bejesus! It's a three-page, four-four-page letter. Wow! Oh, <laughs> okay, well maybe just save it for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> okay, okay. Here, 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 here. <laughs> share, share. Oh. There's presents. Oh my here. God! What? There are presents here. Uh, he, well, she misspelled your name, but this is for you, not. Oh, thank, thank you, Kaliana. This is for me. What is this? Oh dear. It's a wand. Oh dear. Did you break it? No. Oh. There was something for Sam. Molly. I mean not. I mean Sam. What? Take 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 pictures. Take pictures of the letter and text it to me. Great idea. Great idea. <laughs> What's the gift for Molly Monk? Something for Ford, so here you are. <laughs> <laughs> this one is for you, Jester, here you go. Uh, this is for you, Beauregard. It's a bow! Yeah. For Beauregard, get it? Oh, that's, that's, that's very, that's very cute. <clears throat> it is very cute. Oh my um, god, it's adorable. 
thinks. Yeah. The caduceus. It's just adorable. <laughs> caduceus. Yeah. Um, I'm not quite in ready for this. Uh, are, are any of these things magical? Um, detect magic. That's a good question. <laughs> I will. This is for Yasha. Do you want to hold on to this? You can throw that in the refuse. <laughs> <laughs> wow, already. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Forgot how much of a girly girl Kaliana was. I mean, what don't do you believe any of these are magical. I, I think they're just a series of gifts. I'll confer. Focus. I'll confer with. Uh, it's a wand. It's a focus. Focus. Okay. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll confer and double check, but I'm pretty sure they aren't. This is for Molly Mock. You should hold on to it as well. Cool. I get a bow and our dead friend's gifts. You should wear the bow. That's right, that's right, just let it happen. I, <laughs> I slide these little pink flowers behind uh, Nott's ear. <laughs> Am I doing it right, Caduceus? I don't know. Caduceus, help me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, hold on. Yeah, I got you. you totally gave us stuff like this at home, though. Oh yeah, all, all the time. There's perfume on the letter. I told you she was a girly girl. I'm gonna make sure this is really hard to untie, and I'm gonna get as much of your hair in it as possible. There we go. <laughs> Did it's you text it to me, Sam? It's big files. They're coming. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hey guys, cool. you want me to just open your prezzies you for you and, and hold them up? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll get to my letter in a second. Here, here. Just, just to enjoy this as much as I'm enjoying it. Jester. <laughs> That's pretty great. Oh man. So, you know, Jester opened up her present and <laughs> it's a little lollipop on a chain. Is it? Oh, that's really cute. Cute! Oh, that's nice. That is so cute! Not as cute as my bow. But ah, cute. I get it now. <laughs> that's funny. And then uh, Ford, uh, Ford's got a... Uh, uh, Bunch of shit in a bag. What is this? It took me upset. What is all this stuff? Shit. I don't know what it is. It's pot potpourri. It's potpourri. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's what that I is. Got potpourri. potpourri. It's pot pot potpourri. Yep. Come it's not like a tea bag. It's fucking potpourri. I genuinely don't know what's happening. That's like Kaliana knows you so well. Nut. There's a nut. There's like a. Uh, I got a bag of smell good shit. This is. Uh, I mean, maybe. <laughs> Here's some little silver balls. I feel like eating them, maybe. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. Potpourri. That was the weirdest gift bag I've ever is that stuff? That's so cool. Is, it, is all of this explained in her is that letter? human skin? I bet, yes. The short letter, not the long letter. The, yeah, do the short one. It's, it's, I, 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 I got I, a little I, bracelet. Uh, you look like a beachgoer now. Oh wow, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Are we opening all this stuff down on the shore? On the yeah. beach? Yeah. No, no, no. no we, we're no, outside we where the back. troop. Was. Yeah. This is when you guys start coming back in from the uh, 
the performance troop is, has passed on. So this is a uh, this is an evening event. I like help removing that. I feel like I'm auditioning for Steel Magnolias. <laughs> That's Get out of my hair, Caduceus! Hold on, it's hold on. Pull, it's pinching. Okay, it's got a very, it's very good. I'm gonna wash that man out of my hair vibe. Yeah, I will read this letter. All right, it is fairly short. It's kind. Dear Mr. Caleb, I wanted to write something for you because I didn't get a chance to say goodbye to you when I left this swamp. I wanted to say thank you for helping me, for trying to reassure me and be nice to me as we traveled. You also taught me a lot. I'm sorry you and Miss Bo had to fight because of me. I hope things are okay now, question mark. Oh, it's so strange. Been sitting in the mail for a while. It's so strange to me. I was obviously grateful that she trusted me and stuck up for me, but I also know why you had to be sure and why you didn't trust me. In a way, it felt kind of good to have to prove my intentions to you. It made me realize how important this task is to me, even though it is hard, even though it is dangerous. Telling you what I intended to do reaffirmed it in myself. I have been hurt and betrayed by a lot of people, Mr. Caleb. I'm not very good with reading people. I'm not used to being lied to. I think I have learned a little from you and will be more careful in the future. The last thing I want to say, on our journey, you kept saying how you and the Mighty Nine were assholes or not good people. I don't know much, Mr. Caleb, but I know that is not true at all. My blood, the way I look, make people hate me. They fear me, they try to kill me, call me a monster, a freak. Even the people I try and help sometimes turn on me when they see me for what I am. But when I met you and Jester and the Nine, you didn't do that. You helped me, you made me laugh. You apologized and assured me you were kind to me. You are not assholes, Mr. Caleb. You're strange and a bit weird. You protect the people you care about. I'd give a thousand treasures to have people like that in my life. My friend Magda tells me that every time I say something bad about myself, I am putting iron weights in my pockets. Sooner or later, you'll drag yourself down and not be able to get up. Be kind to yourself, Mr. Caleb. I don't want your pockets to get too heavy. Thank you, Kaliana. Oh, that's a nice letter. She said, Bo, she said, Bo, that the ribbon that is, she said you could put it on your stick, too. You don't want to wear it. I do need and, a new stick, Bo. And more. A Bo, Bo, Bo. This bow, isn't bow. a potpourri, do you know bow, what this bow, bow. is? Bo. Skin shavings? No, she found a, she, she talked to somebody, and it's, it's supposed to help with fur allergies. With what? Oh, your allergies are allergies. She says if you sniff this, then it helps with allergies. I don't trust it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to write just the longest letter back to Kaliana. Since this one is four pages long, I'm going to write her back six pages. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've never had a pin pal before. Do they escalate? Is that like part of the deal? Uh, it does if you're a pen pal with me. <laughs> oh, and I'm going to draw her like lots of cool pictures. Okay. Jester is basically an escalation <laughs> machine. 
an escalator. I tie the <laughs> the new floral blue bow on my bow. Bow. All right. The bow for the bow bow. Mm-hmm. Is now a blue bow bow. There's a blue bow on the bow on Bo's bow. I wow. cast fireball. <laughs> <laughs> Light him up. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, no, but actually, I'm going to take. I fold up the letter and I take out um, the other book and slide it into that book and put that back into its okay. holster. And I right. take. Uh, I take both the Yasha and the Molly gift, and I tuck them away with my circus pamphlet and Molly's belt. And the other trinkets that I have scrapbook. My scrapbook. Okay. My scrapbook pouch. Alrighty. So, the evening draws to a close. You guys have your quarters arranged by Marion while you're out and about. You have a comfortable night's sleep here in the Lavish Chateau, one of the finest establishments to sleep here in Nicodranas. Unless you have any other business to handle? Yeah, I'm going to cast Fortune's Favor on my cat. Okay. And um, tell him to find his way to the roof of the chateau, and to stay up all night and to watch around the streets around the chateau. Okay. Alrighty. So go ahead and roll a perception check for Frumpkin. Fortune's favor. Ugh. Awesome. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Good enough. All right. You guys have an. Uneventful evening, a night of comfortable rest. Come to in the morning, the uh, the morning sun burning away the fog bank that has come in through the marine layer that has grayed the skies here along the shore. A familiar sight to both Jester and Ford, especially. Um, already hear the gulls getting loud with their morning meals. Uh, food is provided downstairs in the chateau, and the morning is yours. As you come down as well, Yeza and Luke are in the. Yeza's this guy himself. Yep. Yeza's uh, trying to convince Luke to eat all the food on the plate, but Luke is like focused only on eating the starches, and they're having like a small little tussle when you come down <laughs> after casting the spell. Oh, uh, hi. Uh, you're gonna make mommy really angry, and you don't want the woman with the crossbow angry, so you want to eat all the food. What, 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 what won't he eat? What, what, what is he not eating? You look at uh, what seems to be uh, kind of a steamed fish that's been uh, kind of dried out a bit on one side. He's not touching because it looks partially like a fish still. Um, <laughs> and um, there's uh, looks to be like a dried seaweed type, uh, almost like a spaghetti squash thing. It's actually quite good, but it looks not delectable, especially uh-huh. for a child. And he's just like pushing it as far as he can to the edges of the plate. Wow. Ew, you have the seaweed salad. <laughs> Did you eat this growing up, Jester? Ew, no, I always pushed it to the side, it looks so nasty. As, as, as Marion comes to join you, goes, no, it's true, she was a very difficult eater. But we always have to try new things, so take one bite and then you can, then you can be all done. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> With advantage, because you are it's his mom. It's a five-year-old. <laughs> Not great. Persuasion is plus one, okay. 12. 12, that's enough. That's enough. Begrudgingly um, takes a bite of the, the, the seaweed salad type, and was like. Mm. <laughs> mm. And it's like, you can tell he kind of doesn't mind it so much, but has to act the part. 
and then takes a bite of the fish and actually seems to not mind the fish too much and then sets the, the fork down with like absolute aggression. Ting, ling, 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 across the plate. such a good job here. And I give him a handful of geode crystals. <laughs> Whoa, what? Where did you? Yeah, that's what you get when you eat your veggies. Looks at Yeza. That's what you get with <laughs> Your dad will give you even more cool stuff. <laughs> Yeza's like, oh, man. <sighs> it's good to have you back. Tails <laughs> <laughs> old. We'll keep spoiling this child as long as I can. <laughs> so. Um, so, what's the plan for today? It's time to head out. Good. I mean, right away? Yeah. I don't feel comfortable leaving Dyeron alone at the house for long without any proper introductions. Things arrive and we're not there. Yeza looks so merry and goes, and it, is it okay if me and Luke stay here for the time being? Mary, of course, of course. The, trust me. The um, I have my my pool around the uh, the establishment, and uh, to be fair, they they owe me quite a bit, so we can we can make sure it's taken care of. Um, well, then I'll grab Yeza and ask him to, to step aside with me, I suppose. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, so, Hunbuns, I have to make a decision here. I don't know what to do. I I want to stay with, with you and Luke so badly, but I, I can't keep doing this spell. I know. <laughs> Look, uh, I'm just a lovely chemist. Uh, I've, I've done some good things, you know, local to Felderwin. You've helped me tremendously many times and, and, and been privy to a lot of these, you know, minor accomplishments, but the things that you guys are doing, I mean, look at you, you're, you're, you're a regular badass. <laughs> and, you know, of course I want you to stay. But I can see in your eyes that you still have unfinished business. I do. I want the next time I see you to be, you know, forever. And I, I don't know, I, I can't just stay here and have half, half of myself here and half of myself somewhere else. I don't know if I'm strong enough to leave, because being here feels so wonderful, but. Do you need me to tell you to leave? Kind of, yeah. Then go. They'll protect you, right? You'll protect them? That's more like it, yeah. It makes more sense. But go, go and, and fix these problems you guys talk about. I don't know, stop wars or, you know, whatever this hand thing is you've been worrying about too, go take care of it, because I know you can, I trust and I believe in you. 
You know, we'll be here. We're just waiting for, for when you can, even if it's just to stop by for a bit, but you know, wow, we none of us thought we had this kind of a this kind of a destiny in us, huh? No, no. Couple of couple of backwards halflings. <laughs> yeah, you've been you were a prisoner of war. Yeah, that's that's insane. That's crazy. I don't want to go back to that. No, definitely not. Yeah. Hey, we've both been prisoners now. That's true, outlaws. We are so cool. Coolest parents ever. Bernados. <laughs> <laughs> but no, go. Take care of the things you need to. Come back whenever you can. We'll be here. Let us know if you need anything to change. I mean, you're the, you know, you're the head of the family now, so. Well, thank you. You've always been so supportive of me. I'm just paying and it back. I promise I'll come back. I, uh, here, uh, I'll give him 500 gold. No! <laughs> uh, take this. <laughs> Keep spoiling it. Here, Luca. What was that sound? Nothing. No, nothing. No, it's fine. <laughs> Grown up talk. It's a lot of gold coins. He's like, ah. Uh, it's some platinum. It's a platinum. Okay, that makes it a little more manageable. Uh, uh, <laughs> Keep spoiling our son as much as you can. We didn't have much growing up, you and me. I know. So why shouldn't he have whatever he wants, at least for now? I agree. I also have to make sure that, you know, he grows up to appreciate it, too. Sure, 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 yeah. Teach him all the right lessons. Right, right. But if he wants something, it's okay. Let him earn it. <laughs> and 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 take this too and i'm going to give him my mask i i i don't want to use this anymore and i want i want to when i come back maybe i'll come back to i i hope to come back to visit but i really hope that the next time that i come back i i won't need this anymore whatever makes you happy and comfortable okay that's what's important to me Keep it though, because I might like start a collection of masks or something. So just like put it away. Yeah, yeah. No, not that we need any collections together. For now, we don't really have a place to keep anything. Well, I, I just might send you some stuff. So okay, just well, find find a place. Okay. Oh, all right, thank you. Sure. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, um, let me go say goodbye to the boy. Okay. So I'll go over and give Luke a big kiss and say, Mommy's got to go on another trip. Ah, uh, Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it sucks. Are you, are you going to go shoot more people? Yes, I am. Oh, that's so cool. Only bad people, though. Yeah, of course. And um, I left some, some money for, for Dad to get you some, like a, a, tra a training crossbow, all right? Okay. You tell him that if you're really good, you should take your practicing once a week. Mm-hmm. But you have to be good. You have to eat those vegetables. Eat that seaweed. Or else no crossbow! Okay, Mom. Be good. Be kind. Be safe. Make sure you remember all the things that you shoot and tell me when you come back. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> and I'll 
hide my tears and go over to Caleb and okay. just say, I'm, I'm ready. In the interest of time, can we say that on the walk back from the beach yesterday, I would have been able to pick up like 150 gold worth of the chalks I would need yeah, to do I'll this? Yeah, I'll Okay, thank you. Um, Luke. Ah, we haven't spoken much. I'm like your uh, mother's assistant. Um, okay. And I need to do some magic, but I need some help. In fact, I need your mother and your father. Will you help me do magic? Anything. Jester, is there a better place? Should we do it right here, or, or, or perhaps in a, a, a somewhere more private? Uh, uh, Marion steps up and goes, uh, actually, uh, there is a room upstairs we can go do this in. Come, come, come. Okay. Leads you up into this kind of antechamber based off of her main work quarters. Okay. So, uh, Luke, would you, um, well, first, will you hold my cat for a second? Whoa! Okay, stand right here. And <laughs> I take a chalk and I draw a small circle around his feet. Mm. And then I draw a much larger circle so that that small one is inside it but on the perimeter, and it's 10 feet across. And then I draw another circle and I say to uh, Yeza, would you please come stand over here? And then I draw a small circle of chalk uh, a third of the way away around his feet. Veth, will you come over here? And I draw a third circle. Kind of sit in their places. Luke, the world is very big, and it might feel like the three of you are very far apart, but you can always be connected. And I draw a line from Veth to Luke, and then from the circle that Luke is in to his father, and from Yeza to Veth. And then I start to fill in the patterns in the middle of the circle. And as far away as your mother may seem, in the blink of an eye, she can come back to you. She's off doing big things, and she has a lot of assistants, nine of them. Okay. You'll hear from her, and she'll be back soon. Everybody ready to go? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, as you're about to finish, Yes, it comes in and just gives you a kiss before you leave. Well, as he does, I'm going to sleight of hand slip one of the sex potions into his pocket. Roll <laughs> 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 sleight of hand. Oh, yeah, like it's a million, 29 or something. None the wiser. <laughs> so enjoy your dog. The cat is mine. And I pull Frumpkin back. Take a couple of steps back for me, will you? Yes, it is the same. Goodbye, Yeza. Bye, Kayla. Okay, Goodbye. six seconds, here we go. And I draw the last arcane sigil, and it lights up. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Marion, right as he's finishing up, Marion gives you a big hug, Jester, and says, take care of yourself. Yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back to see you really soon, okay? Okay, shine bright, my sapphire. Love you, Mama. Love you, Jester. Oh shit, I left the dress in the guest bed! <laughs> as, as you're all gathering at forward, you're about to step in there and you feel this like cold spike shoot through the back of your head oh, for a no. moment, and a voice just kind of gently caresses the inside of your ear that says, Return. And right as you finish that step, the momentum, your eyes wide, the brain kind of numb from the sudden moment where time seems to slow. As you experience this, you step down and enter in the circle, and all of you are heading towards 
Oh, back, back, back to, to Rosa Dynasty, yes. Shush, you all re-emerge uh, on the opposite side of this transportation circle, now standing beneath the Lucid Bastion. The guards familiar with your arrival, not, you know, not far from where you, you know, have arrived here, greet you, and there's not a huge issue at all, but mm-hmm. you all kind of gather yourselves. You've arrived successfully. Do when when uh, Jester's mom was hugging her, did the teleportation circle go off and like just her arm got teleported? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's geez. just like a severed arm. <laughs> she just got like Philadelphia experiment. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh damn! Sorry, that would have been awesome. <laughs> it's not a bear, Sam. <laughs> All right. Why don't we go check on our house guest, for starters? Mm-hmm. Wait for our things and get ready to go. Anyone different seem to be watching us in the arrival chamber? Make a perception check. 19. 19. Looking about, it seems to be standard armored Korean soldiers that these all do wear kind of the, the elevated kind of capelets of those who are assigned at higher levels of responsibility. Um, a different design than the ones you saw in Bazosan. Those are more field. This is more specifically assigned to the Elusive Bastion. Um, but nothing out of the ordinary. But you guys are escorted off of the Bastion's premises back into uh, the firmaments to where your home is, and you return without any sort of issue or uh, complications. This guy still. At this point, it would be uh, midday, you know. Well, let's say like late morning. Uh, actually, actually, from distance from Nicodronus, I'd say it's probably early morning. Mm. Uh, though the sky is still dark, no sun. On that walk, uh, telepathically, mm-hmm. I ask my cat if he saw anything funky outside the chateau last night. Mm. Okay, still paranoid. Good. <laughs> Understood. Uh, but you return to the Jor house. Dairon is waiting. Uh, now you put in an order for materials you required, and uh, what did you put in the order for? Um, food and water for the trip. Um, uh, transportation with a cart, if available. A way of transporting uh, and camping supplies for cold weather. Okay, yeah, camping supplies, zero bill, food and water. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a uh, two horses and a cart wagon waiting for you, kind of already taken off to the side of the building. Yeah, enough for the travel and like a little bit of spending money also if they had anything, but I had a funny feeling they weren't going to give us any spending No. Yeah. No. Anybody else had anything they wanted? Oh, um, that's right, there was one other thing, some crossbow bolts. I have some. Okay. I got some. Oh, you already? Yep, I got plenty. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I think that was just basics, nothing nothing too fancy. He wouldn't have thought to put anything fancy. Okay. Some augmentation to our current kit. All right, and you guys handle your introduction of Dairon to mm. Essek. Yeah, yeah, I guess if we can guess. summon Essek to do this. Yeah, or if he, I don't know. Essek. I know Essek. Uh, I mean, aside from messaging directly with uh, Jester, the other option would be to have to send a runner to go ahead and uh, deliver a message. But it's up to you guys. Walk over to his house. You don't have to do it here. Do we know where he lives? Yeah. 
I do. No, you have not been to Essex Place. I figured Essex. I figured Essex would come with the delivery of the of the materials anyway. Because, but, but that was uh, materials. Have, if you ordered it while you were gone, they've yeah, already they been brought. Been and brought. Essex isn't going to be, you know, right. not going to escort your delivery we supplies. Can, we can just message Essex. Yeah, don't necessarily have to do it in person. It's dope shit. What is it? Uh, I believe. It's like the. Let me look it up again. Or we can oh, stop by on the way out. Yes, guy, it's a really cool sounding. Shadow Oops. hand. Shadow hand. Yeah, shadow hand. That's what it is. Shadow hand. Yes. We can stop yeah, by on the way him, out. Yeah, message Jess. Okay. Let's get this show on the road. Should I just tell him that Dyron's here and somebody's watching the house? We're, so don't you worry that there's a person here. We're, we're taking off and we're leaving the house in someone's care. Okay, well, I'll you have to that. bring them here so we can do a face-to-face meeting. Just say, like, hey, come here. We want to introduce you to our new. Uh, well, to remind you, like. This journey you're taking, how are you doing this journey? The discussion when you were in the Lucid Bastion oh, was, yeah, was Essek was going to take you that's there. That's fair. Oh, that's magic. right. So oh, we should right. just tell him to come yeah. to the house. Yeah. Essek, come on! Okay, I'll send a message to Essek. All right. That's right, thank you. No worries. Hey, Essek, come over, please. We're yeah. going to Easy. leave, and we need your help and stuff. And whole Easily enough. Put a bunch of caltrops down on the floor. He'll just glide right over. Ooh. <laughs> I throw down some ball bearings, see if any of them move. Okay. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, so. <clears throat> uh, short time passes until eventually there is a rap at the door. Ooh, I get into position so I have view of the ball bearings. All right. It'd be really bad if he just banana peels. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be amazing, and we'll find out here in a second. Um, who gets the door? Uh, I'll get it with my mage hand. All right. <laughs> ting, 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 ting. The door, the door opens. The chimes tingle. Never get old. Um, you know there are two armed guards that just kind of are escorting Essek, uh, who are just waiting outside. And Essek arrives. And goes, "Hello. Uh, it seems you have made your preparations and are ready to leave." Yes. You may enter and crash into the threshold. Thank you. He glides in, and you watch the ball bearings actually. Separating out around Whoa. his form, like there is some invisible force that is pushing them outward, and kind of like, kind of just generating this strange force that keeps him at bay, like a hovercraft, <laughs> kind of, yeah. Hovercraft. Oh no! Did we leave the ball bearings on the floor? Silly me! <laughs> you know who we should talk to about that? Our housekeeper, Dyron. You are a very curious bunch indeed. <laughs> Dyron! Dyron is already like right there behind you, arms crossed. Yes, I have arrived. Be more conscious to pick up all the ball bearings Jeez. next time, please. My apologies, Beauregard. I will not let this happen again. <laughs> Thank you. I would like to introduce you to our liaison. Essek of the Shadow Hand, right? He's the Shadow Hand. I have heard of you. It is a pleasure. Ah, ah well. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance as well, Dyvan. If anything needs handling while we're gone, this is a good point of contact for the house or otherwise. Since we had to drop Yeza off, we figured it was smart to get a keeper. Understood. Well, have you gathered your things? Are you ready for your journey, then? Yeah, yeah I think sure. so. Then, come, join me outside. 
turns around and glides out, and the ball bearings, who have kind of wobbled and get pushed off again to the sides of the wall, clatter. He kind of looks down as he passes by at them. <laughs> you could call him the hoverhead. But he didn't see the bucket of water we put over the door. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Mighty Pranks! <laughs> All right, so. Are you hover-handing her? Yes. She's hover-handing me. Hover-handing. She's the hover-handing. <laughs> <laughs> Sick Bayless in every photo. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so let me get this spell at the ready here. As you all gather, uh, the Shadow Hand takes a count. Uh, is it just the seven of us then? And, and the horse and cart. If possible. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, this particular magic does not allow for such a uh, oh. a cart to come. Uh, let me double check here to see if the horse can. But uh, well, not the cart. Why did you get all this stuff? I mean, we can carry a lot of it with us, at least. But <clears throat> but it seemed I can bring you or the cart. Let's go with us. I mean, we should vote on it, I suppose. But <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll pack as much of the food and, and supplies as we can. Very well. We can use the horse later. Um, <laughs> he provide, he, uh, from underneath the robe, the hen produces the map that was requested. Excellent. Which will be arriving in the mail so this next week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Devin, for rushing that. Sorry. Um, but this will but this will give you at least a brief overview of what the map contains for now. <clears throat> Um, That's Orange County. And <laughs> the last request I have is a destination. Caduceus. Yeah, you know you know where we're going. There's well. the Alps, right? The 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 uh, Flocked Alps, and I believe it's on the other side of the Ivory of the Ivory Lake. If, if I'm not. not Hang on, uh, I wrote yeah, down. Thank you. I wrote down the. Sure. Cravarat. Shady Creek. Uh, yeah, and so it would be. Uh, Sand. Uh, crystal Sands Tundra, yeah, the Kravarat Volcano. Kravarat Volcano. In the Flautket Alps. Um, if we can't get immediately there, then I say uh, Cinderess Sanctum is, is, is the closest thing I can see on the map. Well, I need a singular destination. This magic is uh, a bit volatile. Kravarat, yeah. Kravarat, you say. Very well. Let us hope for the best, friends. And you watch the hand that's still out there after holding the whole match kind of like begin drawing this slow sigil. You watch the hand kind of leaving trails behind it as it moves. And as it does, each of you feel the ground beneath your feet begin to kind of warm, warm, and warmer still. You're all suddenly underlit by this ever swelling light from beneath you. Um, somebody please roll a d100 for me. Whoa! I gotcha. Whoa! Got it. We've never done this well, before. I can do a ten and a ten. I think Caleb's got it. Okay. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Ooh, that seems just under or just over something. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Thirty-three. He's so excited. <laughs> well, it was thirty-three percent chance. We're fucked. <laughs> okay. So we're all dead. <laughs> We're all inside a volcano. Oh no. He's laughing way too much. Oh no, what did He's he laughing do? a lot. We're did Essek just kill the things. party? No, 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 it does not kill the party. Um, you said it was 30? 32. 32, yeah. Okay. Uh, I need you to go ahead. Okay, no, but you all do suddenly take. 
Yes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yes. Cool. We just teleported into stone. Oh, no. Alrighty. 20 points of force damage. Okay. Oh. You all feel your body suddenly shift in but an instant into an open vacuum of space, and then suddenly you exist simultaneously with dense matter, and the magic rips you back out of the space, and in doing so, you feel horrible pain rack you from head to toe, as if you were suddenly just pushed into a wall with the might of a hundred hands and then pulled back. Uh, roll another d100 for me, please. You got it, you got oh, it. Was, uh, it was a miss. One, one, one. That was a mishap. Yes. As in it didn't work. 92. So what are... That's 90. The other 92. Nice. All right. So you gained two levels. <laughs> After that weird little flux of energy, suddenly your vision goes white, and imagery begins to come back into view. You begin to see shapes, crests, heavy peaks, mountains all around you, surrounded by tall mountains, jagged peaks and spires that come to dangerous points, all coated in snow and ice. You're sitting in the center of, of some sort of a, a valley amongst the mountain range. The temperature immediately hits you. You thought it was cold in Jorhas. It's much colder here. As you exhale your first breath, you can see the cloud. As it itself, the moisture from your breath begins to freeze in the air. It's not arctic, but it's pretty cold. Um, there is a snowfall, heavy, not blizzard, but relatively heavy, that is falling all around you, and the clouds are obscuring some of the more distant peaks of your view. It looks like a storm is making its way in and hasn't quite it's hit its full breath yet. What was that? Nothing. Just Around you in the valley, you can see, uh, as you stand kind of on the edge of one of these mountain bases, an entire pine tree forest itself, dense with snow and white powder that has co coated it from end to end, just elements of the greenery below visible. And across this valley, immediately before you, the singular mountain that resists any of this snowfall, you see, instead of the gray and white and ice there is black, cragulous, climbing rock. And from it, you can see three different drifting plumes of black smoke from different positions along its side. You can just barely see little glowing streams of orange pouring from different vents along its side. And at the very base of the center of where these trees are, you can see steam rising from what looks to be a small basin or a lake that's gathered from the what little bit of rainfall or uh, water that collects down here until the lake meets where this molten rock drifts. As you collect yourselves and look upon this isolated volcano amongst what you assume to be the flat cut Alps, the storm mounting You've arrived in the Graying Wildlands. And we'll pick up from there uh, yeah! next week. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for this shit. Oh man. Is it a, a lava lake? A lake of lava? Uh, it's it's a lake of water, but then the streams of molten rock are meeting. 
the, the lake and causing steam to rise up as it cools into rock. Awesome. Um, so all that snow got to go somewhere. Good to know where we are now. I had to prepare many locations based on what that teleportation roll was going to be. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? Because it can end up throwing you to a similar area, which means you guys could end up at a volcano in another place in the world entirely. Oh, oh man. God. Um, it could have been just a slight off kilter and thrown you guys into like the Sabalier wood. It could have thrown you Why all over the Why would you do that to yourself, Matt? Because it's That's funny. Awesome. Because it's what you guys found it, and it's it's fun to see where it happens. Who knows? Amazing. He's trying That's to watch so cool. things happen. We'll pick up there next week. Exactly. That's half the fun of this game, man. How weird would it have been if we would have landed on the volcano where TravelerCon was being scouted? Yeah, I wish we'd gone. Oh no, that yeah, it would have been that one. That's this volcano. Well, no, no, no. The one, the one you're talking about is much further south. Well, no, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Rumble Cusk was where he was saying you were convincing him about this volcano, so it might work out. We'll see. We'll see how the conversation goes. You got, you got like, you got a few more weeks before that happens. You got like, I'll look at the timer again, but I think you have like two months or. So, you got to register for your badge like right exactly. away. Exactly, it's real fast. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, hotel rooms are fast. Yeah. You got to get in that lottery. It's right now. <laughs> on eBay for like, so much gold. Mm, I know. We'll just keep the swag. No, this bags, is this is fantasy realm. Like... It's eBay. Oh, okay. yeah. 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 Oh man, alrighty, cool. <laughs> well, we will be back here next week, uh, Thursday as well. We'll see those of you who are coming up to Comic-Con this Saturday at our panel in the afternoon. Uh, in the meantime, have a wonderful week. We love you very much, and Yo is it Thursday yet? Yo Good night, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on this adventure. To help new listeners discover the show, please give us a rating and review on whatever podcasting app you're listening on. Until next time, is it Thursday yet? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 